You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. What's up, player? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Aren't she like Mr. Bean? I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo 
Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program. Uh, Never Not Funny is the name of the program. Our episode number is 2515, I want to say, 2515. I got it. Yep. I Almost. I didn't get it. 2615. Oh, tw- oh, you were, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got the 15 part right. You I didn't. got the, uh, the season number wrong. Well, welcome yeah. into the program, everybody. Uh, it's a, a beautiful sunny day here in California. Hot and sunny. Hot tamale, chilly today. That's not how that goes. Chilly today, hot tamale. That was my dad's favorite joke growing up, and uh, I apparently love it so much I uh, say it incorrectly every single time. Uh, before we get rolling on this program here, and I bring up uh, the other fellas into the mix, I want to thank everybody that joined us for playing games uh, from flapperscomedy.com on Saturday night, and thank Andrea Savage for joining us, and thank the three contestants for donating to Smile Train, and I also want to thank the um, all the people that joined us at the Zoom uh Room, the Zoom Club, Zoom Flappers Club uh, that uh, bought a ticket and that money is uh, being divided uh, from uh, donating to the frontline workers, uh, medical uh, supplies for the folks at UCLA and then as well as um, and that gets dispersed from what I understand to uh, other places around the the country as well. And then um, also Black Lives Matter. So money is going to both those places. Um, And so um, we thank you guys. We thank you for that. And. Um, you know, I, do I make money from this? No, I don't. I don't make any money. I'm donating my money. My, any money I was making from that, I'm donating to those two. Uh, you're like Jay Leno, but except you're giving the money to charity instead of just, uh, putting it in the bank or whatever he does. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're exactly right. I, I'm the Jay Leno of those flapper shows. <laughs> I, I don't make any money from my flapper shows. The first flapper told you they went to the flappers people and uh, this one goes to the, uh, do, 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 uh, the front liners and the black light matters. I mean, they, they, they can use it. I got my cars. I'm fine. Yeah, I zip around. I got hot rods. Whatever you need. What do you need? I got jalopy. I went, oh, I went past the, it was a little girl's birthday the other day and everybody's out there honking. I said, I'll give them a thrill. Uh, Jay, she's only uh, 11 years old. Has no idea who you are. Well, listen, people, uh, they get birthdays and stuff like that. Uh, I think it was also a graduation, Jay. Yeah, yeah, graduation. Yeah, congratulations. Um, uh, that was a graduation, right, Matt? Isn't that what that was? Well, I didn't, I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, when Jay went past your house, would Jay? Uh, yes, that was that, no, no. That was Charlie's birthday party. Oh, it was Charlie. Hang on, hey Jay, <laughs> ignore everything I just said. It was actually a little boy's birthday party. Hey, yeah, that's what I thought. A little guy out there with a uh, cowboy hat. I don't think you had a cowboy hat. No. I think that, uh, you're thinking of, like the '60s and '70s. I don't know if kids really dress up as cowboys anymore. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, right? It's mean to the Indians. Yes, yes, mean to the Indians. <laughs> All right, well, listen, man. I don't know. You crisscross applesauce. Whatever you guys say, that's fine. <laughs> I thought you were referring to like another story that you saw like somewhere that he did that with another like with some a girl who was look celebrating a graduation. Don't we assume he does it? Don't we assume he drives around Burbank thinking he's going you know, to I'm sure the parents yeah. get a charge out of it. You didn't. You don't even like the guy. It because it, it, it's a I got a charge out of it because it's a funny story that I can tell my family and they know who that is. And so it's kind of it's got its uh, it, it's. That when you, you know, ever, anybody who didn't grow up in L.A., when you move to L.A., uh, you feel like you your job is to collect celebrity sightings of, of every kind to entertain your family with. And uh, and that's a pretty good one. But I have not seen him since that day. And uh, and, and with that bookstore uh, that I was referring to where he hangs out, um, he uh, it is it is now reopened. But he I have not seen him there since. So I think and- he might be laying low. You go, but you go to that bookstore almost every day, right? Because you love reading about cars and car parts. And- well, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go down there, and I gotta get my Motor Trend. You know, I gotta get my uh, sure a car and of, driver. Car and driver, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. I gotta I'm get out. my. Those are the two I got. Yeah, um, I gotta get my um, Motor Trend. 
I just said motor trend. I really completely <laughs> did not hear you say motor oh, trend. We, All I heard was car and driver. Were you thinking about car and driver, Matt? Oh, yes. Car and driver. Good one. Good one. What about road and track? I know I'm not doing the joke anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, road and track. Road and track. There you go. Thank you, yeah. Elliot. That, yeah. That's helpful. And then, Automobile. of course, so excited that I oh, one. And don't forget we. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. That's where Which I get. one? How do you spell that, Matt? O-U-I. That's the only oh. place I can find it anymore is that car shop. Um, <laughs> how did you, when you were a child... And you saw we. How did you pronounce that? When you saw, I, that I never. Magazine? I didn't hear of it until I started taking French class, and ah. then, then I learned that that's how you spell we. <laughs> uh, we called it Awi because we didn't know yeah. what we didn't know th- that we was a French. We didn't know what the word meant, and yeah. more importantly, why is it on a new magazine? It's very confusing for an American audience when you think about uh, who the target audience. Not to not to uh, stereotype of. Uh, 70s and 80s porn connoisseurs but is the average uh, porno mag buyer gonna understand the uh, a french spelling of a french word no no in it's america not, it's not an elitist activity the jerk off right. that is a unless that was actually it wasn't actually a french magazine right it was a it was an american publication that used a french name you know what? That I don't know because there was also what was the swedish swedish erotica was that the very famous a video company that that was the first video i ever saw it wasn't a video it was a uh, eight millimeter uh, i don't I know that was i don't sw- recognize that name but i i know what you're talking about where there was a lot of swedish porn in the yeah. 60s i want to say swedish erotica was the was the brand like the hot brand that the you know that we would find in our mm-hmm. older brothers or cousins uh closets or they would show it to us and mm-hmm. their closets and then uh making appropriate advances that is not true at all by the way I made, <laughs> made that Maybe, part wait percent of Swedish erotica is a band. Well, how are they? Are they great? <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably named themselves after that. Uh, now, probably now defunct uh, video company. We is a, is a, is a, an American publication. Where are they out of, Garen? That is a good question. What if it was like, you know, Pittsburgh, like the last place you would expect, <laughs> like a fancy French sounding porno magazine? I would love it. Right. The, the steel worker. Right. Uh, <laughs> boy, I hear Allentown's having a tough go uh, of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, they, so they, they shut the factory down, Jimmy. I heard. I know everybody's it's, having a tough time. They're waiting getting, in line, I guess. It's getting very hard to pay. Well, we wish everybody luck in Allentown, of course, as we do oh. every country, every city in the country. Uh, go ahead, Garen. So we actually originally was published in France under, under the name Louis L U I Louis. So him. Oh, interesting. That's him in French. And then Playboy purchased the U.S. rights and changed it to We. In what year, Garen? When did they buy those rights? 1972. All right. So the so Playboy owned Wii in the, in the time mm. of my life when I was uh, looking at that underneath the bleachers. I still remember. That's where I saw it. It was that and the the deck of dirty playing cards were underneath the bleachers at the uh, Little League game. And I just remember thinking, oh, boy, look at this. What is this? It's I guess maybe the premise was that, you know, you got all different types of magazines out there. And they figured, let's make one that seems classy and European for a guy who is kind of a snob but still needs to spank it. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't have the imagination to go without, uh, you know, some kind of reading material. Yeah, like there's prob- there was probably a guy who like, like graduated from Ivy League college and he's on a business trip and he's like, uh, I... I need to relieve my testicles, but I, I, I'm too good for 
penthouse and hustler for god's sake definitely not hustler and uh what 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 do you have for me mr magazine man and he was like oh how about we and he's like ah this this feels good this feels right i i spent a a summer abroad in in my (laughs) younger days and uh this will remind me of my train trips across uh across france uh, I love it. I, lo- I like this character. I like that this guy. Look, he, we all need to relieve ourselves, and that's uh, men and women. So, uh, you know, if you well, want the, to use we, we all need to relieve ourselves, but this guy needs to relieve his testicles. I don't I know if you could. That's very specific. So that we're two, 100% it's two, clear. Two different yeah. things. I mean, everybody uh, everybody goes to the bathroom, but this is a right. different thing. I see. Uh, it's a job that he has to do. Yeah. Well, he's doing a great job of it, right? He's doing it very classily, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, and uh, and to 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 rip off Sarah Silverman's joke, do you think that he puts his pinky out when he masturbates? <laughs> no question about it. No question. The great Sarah Silverman. That's with an H. Very you know, nice. I don't care for it, uh, but I do care for Sarah and Silverman. I care for the Silverman. That's the guy that goes around the cities and brings everybody silver, like the Ice Cream Man. Oh, I thought you were going to say the guy on the Third Street Promenade who just <laughs> is all painted silver. Oh no, not silver. that guy. <laughs> that, that guy. That guy's phony. I don't buy that guy. That guy's not. That's not real silver. So I don't call him that. I. <laughs> My silver I, man's the guy that goes around, he plays a song, and then you go, hey, Mom, Dad, the silver man's here! And you run out, and you oh, give wow. him your pennies, and he uh, gives you some dimes and nickels. Even oh, nickels, okay. Nickel. I, I, I was thinking that you meant that he goes around in, like, like an ice cream truck, but instead of ice cream, he's selling silverware. So, like, if you need a spoon... Well, he's got silverware. You, you he's got, run out uh, there and get He's it. got anything you're looking for. He's got... Uh, yeah. but, you have, but you cannot pay him in silver coin. Right. You have uh, to give him... Goes, Right. Although you'd think he would want some silver coin coming back because that would replenish the silver to make coin going the new, out. I like the idea that he would just follow the ice cream truck and the ice cream truck sells you ice cream and then you don't have a spoon to eat it with. And then this guy pulls up and, hey, I got spoons. I got spoons. I'm the spoon man. Well, that's yeah. now, now we're talking about the spoon man. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's Soundgarden. That's, uh, that's uh, something completely different. Uh, uh, and what do you mean? The ice cream man's got those uh, spoons, you know, that pl- that wooden thing that breaks I know, but seconds he w- into it. <laughs> that, that, first of all, that is one of the worst things in the world is those like just the thought of touching wood to my tongue is is blood chilling to me. But hey, boss, should we use should we use the solid wood or go with the balsa? I got the fucking balsa. Save us some money. It's balsa wood. It's the worst. It's so gross. You, you know, if your ice cream is anything other than a milkshake, you go into it. Hey, mom, my my spoon broke. Oh, okay. That's I don't it. like That's the end of the conversation. I don't like any wood utensil. I get annoyed when. There's uh, like when Elise cooks something and uses a wood spatula or a wood spoon and then it's in the sink and I got I'm, I'm, I, my job is to wash it in my head. It feels like because wood is porous, whatever was being cooked with that spoon is now in it and you can't get it. You can't just clean it out. It's in there forever. Yeah. So like, how are you supposed to clean it? And you can't put it in the dishwasher. It'll destroy it. I use pine saw. That seems to be the, uh, <laughs> that's what I use on all your wood products. Do you will spray a pie saw on there. First of all, then you're you got a nice odor, to, nice smelling spatula or a wooden spoon for your sauces. I just don't understand. We we don't have to use wood. It's not the Middle Ages. We don't have to use that anymore. Why are we still doing it? You know what? We have one too. What is it about the wooden spoon with sp- sauces, Elliot? It looks like you have an answer on this. I'm trying to remember because it is recommended for some things. I know that if you have a if you have a nonstick coating, you shouldn't use metal on there. Right. But that I have, understand. You have silicone now, but I. Right. I've not seen. No, I've seen silicone spoon. Silicone. Silicone. Yeah, I have silicone. one. So you could use that, and I. I don't think that there's any huge functional difference between a wooden spoon and a good silicone spoon, as long as it's firm and not you know bendy. 
I, I think, think that I think that guy that whacks off to Wii is the only guy who thinks you should be using a wood spoon when you're cooking. <laughs> but it's I know that gro- growing up, my mom used them, and and it feels like the right thing to do. But I I kind of see your point, Matt. I think you might be right that there are other tools now. Yeah, it's uh, it, it seems like it's a thing that we've held on to without thinking about whether it makes any sense to do so. Uh, I have got, a bit of information. Wooden spoons are generally preferred for cooking because of their versatility. Some cooks prefer to use wooden spoons when preparing risotto because they do not transfer heat as much as metal spoons. Uh, unlike metal spoons, they can also be safely used without scratching nonstick pans, mm-hmm. which is useful for making dishes such as scrambled eggs. Right, but that, like Elliot said, that's where the silicone comes in. Yeah, uh, that, which is what I was I about use. to come in hot and say wooden spoons are good. I have plenty of them, and they're cheap. Which there's that. That's true. But, but I've, I think, I've only ever known somebody to use them for like a, a spaghetti sauce. Like the, you'd always sure. see, uh, hey, try a little something of this. And right. It's a wooden spoon. Yeah. I wonder if, like, if, if I wonder if my grandmother would tell you, you want the sauce to get absorbed into that wood, because then that uh, somehow uh, helps with the flavor. I'm sure there's some weird old wives' tale. <laughs> right. Well, it right. might be the same thing as like an iron skillet, where it just sort of builds up that yeah. flavor over time. Maybe. Yeah. But I think Matt's that sounds right in this disgusting instance. to me, honestly, like that's that, that as someone who like, I, I don't know, maybe I get a little obsessive when I'm doing the dishes, but I'm like, I, I feel like when you wash something that you've used to cook, you want to get whatever is on it off and, and so that you can have fresh for the next. Yeah, yeah. And if it's in there, if it's in the, the nooks and crannies, then that doesn't seem like what you, you want. You know, we're going to get some email from somebody when you guys were talking about spoons. I wanted to scream. <laughs> <laughs> you four idiots don't know anything about spoons. I welcome the explanation. I mean, I, I do feel like it's a, it's a widespread uh, thing, but, uh, and I, I get, look, if you, if, if someone's going to say, Hey, you know, using pla- plastic is bad for the planet. And so you shouldn't be using silicone sp- uh, spatulas and spoons and stuff like that. And so then you're left with either metal or wood. And if metal is transferring some heat and it's also, going to scratch up your nonstick skillet, then I guess wood's the only one left. But, but I don't think that there's, I don't think silicone, uh, there, there are really the big problems. Maybe it's got a plastic handle or something, but a lot of them have metal handles or even wood handles, which I know you aren't interested in. But if, if the wood isn't touching the, the sauce, then you don't. No, because it's still going to go in the sink and get wet. And then the, yeah. it's the, something about wet wood creeps me out. It doesn't seem right. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. I, I believe, like, because I have an all silicone spatula. So, because it was two different kinds, like some yeah. of it's stiff and some of it's flexible. So mm. I bet you you could get an all silicone spoon. I say, Matthew, if you, I've if told I may, you once and I'll tell you again, Elliot, I do have one and I stand <laughs> oh. by it. It's my it's one of the best. It's blue. And I, it actually even seems like it was made from recycled material. It's it's great. It's a great spoon. I don't know why anyone would want anything else. If well, I had I, it with I, me, I would get yourself one. I would I've got show more you. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, Garen. <laughs> All right, so really quick, let me, I'm going to run through these. Wooden spoons are superior to other materials for five primary reasons. Oh, boy, there's five. Five, okay. They won't scratch nonstick services, which we've you mentioned. already answered that. They're yep. warm, so wooden spoons plopped into a high-temp candy or other temperature-sensitive recipe won't shock the mixtures and cause immediate crystallization. Silicone should still fulfill that. They're t- firm enough to stir now, thick Kelly. stews. <laughs> They're heat-resistant, so they won't melt. And they're recipe safe. Some metal utensils can react with acidic foods, like tomato sauces and lemon curds. Wooden spoons will not affect the flavor of foods, and they're unlikely to absorb flavors, too. Now, just so that we could uh, prevent Elliot from uh, yelling at us again about silicon, uh, does it say anything about that and the sauces? 
Because that, no. that's what I went by well, earlier. It, There's that I, I I mostly know wooden spoons for sauces. Yeah. This answers that. But I yeah. God forbid that I go. Okay, there's our answer. Then Elliot goes. Well, wait a minute. Well, point of order. Well, no, I have to buy a silicone spoon. <laughs> it's it did say it did answer the one thing, which is that yes, silicone will melt if you leave it on a hot thing. But no one well, who would do that. It's a, it depends on which ones you get though, because some of them are rated at a much higher temperature. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. But to answer to answer your concern, Matt, it says yes, wood is porous. And it may draw in liquids and oils from the food you're cooking. However, one study found that those liquids and any bacteria hiding in them do, do not return to the surface once they're wicked into the wood's cells. Huh. These bacteria also do not multiply and will eventually die. Didn't so basically, bacteria until seconds ago. But go ahead, Matt. So then, so what you're saying is, a wooden spoon over time will become a living thing, but it will not. <laughs> it will not harm you. That is yes. so. That's a hundred times worse than whatever I was imagining was happening. And now I'm going to throw every wooden utensil in my house into the trash. Well, can I recommend silicon then? I got a guy who won't shut the fuck up about it. Uh, I'm going to look into it, Jimmy. That's all I can okay. tell you. I'm going to look Get into it. Get yourself one. You're going to be. You're going to thank yeah. me later. I will try. No, it's. If it's I may hard. recommend. Shopping is not easy right now, but I'm going to go out and I'm going to venture out to find one. Places are opening up. I know Spoons and More is open over on my uh, the corner here. So I would uh, in the I Spoon District. There. It's over the Spoon District. You, yeah. He's got the also he's got the ice cream scoop, which is spoon like in shape. Yeah. And uh, boy, he's got a nice variety of the scoop over there. So take advantage of that. And then he's got your soup spoon. He's got your teaspoon. He's got your uh, your little sugar spoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got whatever you're looking for over there. He's got a, a bigger spoon for your uh, for like if you want to toss a salad with that weird half fork, half spoony thing. He's got that. He doesn't have sporks, though. I'll tell you that. Really? Won't carry him. Won't huh. carry him. Okay. Interesting. Why not? Well, they're... I don't know. I've never been in there, to be honest with you. I've just <laughs> seen his stuff online. I've never had the opportunity to talk to him. Hmm. They're an abomination to the spoon. You're right. The Thank spork. You. They don't like Garen, it. Garen knows. Yeah. Garen gets it. Garen One gets abomination it. to another. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, welcome like in, everybody, that. to Spoon Talk 2020. <laughs> We've settled it. I don't, but here's the thing, Matt. My beautiful wife, Danielle, just made a, uh, uh, what did she make the other day? Uh, and she used the, the wooden spoon, and I had to clean the wooden spoon before I put it in the dishwasher, you know, wipe it off. And I, just like you, I was creeped out by it. I'm not creeped out by the metal spoon, but I'm creeped out by the wooden spoon. The number one worst uh, wooden utensil is the spoon with the three slat holes in the, in the, you know, the base of the spoon part. You know, it's like for stirring pasta or whatever. Yeah. But then... Think about those those holes are, you know, now how do you get in there to clean that anyway? Even I use reg- a toothpick or uh, sometimes, Matt, I just hear me out. I just uh, shoot my load right into it. That's <laughs> the, the guy clear out whatever needs to be in those holes. Ah, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember buying a webbed spoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Spider-Man spoon. <laughs> We're not doing that kind of humor today. <laughs> Uh, so wait, so what you're saying is, so the, so the semen goes into the spoon and, and if what Garen told us is true, then the semen's going to get into inside the spoon and it lives, baby. And it, it lives just there lives forever. there forever. And Don't so you now, like the idea that yeah, you hear about uh, saving sperm for future use, uh, babies and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, this, I just, I, I, I've been doing it organically for years. This is like a, yeah, new way to have a, an at home sperm bank. That's exactly right. And I, I'll tell you what, you want to break into this bank, you're going to get a lot. You're going to get a lot of... Uh, now How do you coax it out? What's that? How do you coax it back out? How do I coax it back out? I just talked to it. Like, uh, come on, little guy. Oh. Come on now. Come on. I feel like somewhere in here is the origin story of Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> 
You think so? You think we uh, we tapped into that? We yeah, got like s- some guy shoots his load into a wooden spoon and then impregnates it with semen and then you know nine months later a little splinter comes out uh, it's a it's a living uh, half man right. half tree and uh what's that guy's name does he ever mention it <laughs> well uh, to quote him i am groot i see mm-hmm. and you liked that movie you're a fan of that movie matt the guardians of the galaxy i do i like it a lot actually um i don't know i don't know if other people agree with this i think a lot of people don't agree with this but i actually like the second one even better i do not i'm not one of those people that will agree with you on that i don't I think i am one. either all right. Yeah, I know it's not a popular opinion, but uh, well, I enjoyed what? it. If that makes you feel better. There's second uh, movies of other things that I've liked better than the original. I liked uh, the first one, but it was uh, it was a little. Uh, I don't know. I felt like it, it like they they hadn't really. The, it started. They, the characters started coming into their own in the second one, and and then in the Avengers, I like I like, I like where they go once you sort of have settled in with them a little bit. I, I can get behind that too. That's that's not, that's a good theory. In case you needed my support we do thank, <laughs> thank you, you Aaron. <laughs> thank appreciate you, it <laughs> you're a boy wing. by the way i want to be i want to point out uh i know some people that were at the at the flapper show know that i was uh uh had some medical uh, issue over the weekend uh if i seem fidgety today i'm not coked up I, i'm having some back issues and i'm stretching to relieve my back from its pain so if you're looking at me going wow jimmy's all weird and out uh don't think uh just, just know that I, I'm well aware of it and I'm doing it for a purpose. There we go. Covered. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, if you did not see last week's thing, I've had some uh, skin work done and that's why I, you see that nonsense on my face. So uh, if, you're new to, if you're new to us, that's what's happening here. These will be gone soon. The back pain hopefully will be gone soon. I can't, uh, God, I can't wait for that to be gone. I have had a miserable weekend. Jesus, what a miserable weekend. Just miserable, Garen. I can only show my support. Thank you, Garen, because it was miserable. Sounds Sorry. like it was miserable. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was, it was wooden spoon-like. That's how fucking bad my back was. <laughs> well, now I'm on board with it not feeling good about this. I apologize for that you had to go through that. Oh, it's horrible. So now you understand, man. You, you didn't understand what I was going through. I, I didn't. Like, I, I tried to be, I wanted to be supportive, but I really couldn't grasp uh, the, the severity of the situation until now. Uh, here's another thing I did, by the way. I left a, um, uh, an, uh, an ice pack. I fell asleep, uh, literally, like one of the only hours I slept all weekend. I fell asleep, and the only comfortable position I had all weekend was laying on my stomach. And so I had an ice pack on my back, and I had an ice pack on my thigh uh, near my uh, IT band. And I fell asleep there, and when I came to, uh, the place underneath that ice pack uh, was a solid block of ice. My skin is a solid block of ice, and it's still uh, numb. It's still uh, like a a pencil eraser. It's, It's horrible. Wow. I, 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 I'm now scared that like, how did your how did an ice pack not melt against the heat of your skin? I I don't know. I don't. Maybe it was very cold and uh, it lasted what was, that long. What was on the other side of the ice block? A freezer? <laughs> uh, yeah, I take my naps in my freezer. It was the only place I was comfortable, Matt. Okay. The only place I was comfortable was to lay out in the freezer. Hey, that, do what you got to do. That makes sense. Uh, on the other side, it would have been the bed. It would have been, uh, you know, That's a crazy. mattress. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hey, do you have one of those cooling gel mattress pads? Is that what happened? <laughs> I do not. I <laughs> do maybe not. those things really do work that well. Um, I don't know, but I do think we need. I, I know I've talked about this for ages, but it, it's it, it's this last few days have confirmed that we need a new mattress in our house. My uh, my mattress, which is a wonderful mattress, I think has seen its day. Mm-hmm. So, Ghost mattress, here we come. Wait, no, Ghost is actually a a, a brand, right? Oh, is it now? I in don't know. To, I was I was referring to Casper. Oh, 
But isn't Ghost... Ghost is... I believe Ghost is a... I think they are too. Wow, that is very sneaky of them to try to get in on the Casper... Yeah, right. Ghost bed, it's called. Yeah, that's interesting. I never even thought about that. Hmm. They should be sued by somebody, right? Like the ghost, big ghost (laughs) should come after them. them. It doesn't seem right that they can call themselves that, but uh, I mean, I guess they can, but it's weird. I mean, who's who's really going to confuse those two? They're not, but it just, I, I almost feel like it's a bad move on a business from a business perspective on their part. It's like, then they, you just look like the, you're trying too hard to evoke a pre-existing brand. Now you're going to find out that ghost was around before Casper's. That's what we're about to find yeah. out. Could be yeah, like ghost bed's been them. around forever, but it was before this uh, trend of buying mattresses on the internet came around. And then uh, Casper jumped actually, on. you know what, Jimmy, you're right. Because I just remembered a friend of mine when I was growing up, uh, he had one and we all used to sit on it and masturbate, and we called ourselves the Ghostbusters. I don't know why we won't laugh at that, because it's a good piece of business. That was a very good piece of business. You should be proud. You should be proud yeah. of that joke. Very proud. It was so joke? good. I did not. I, I was shocked to my core. Yeah. I did not know it, it, how to react to it. I was, I was smacked with the comedy so hard. Very violent. Yeah. yeah, that was a nice piece of business, right? It really I, was. At first, I was thrown by the fact that you were having a circle jerk, and I didn't know how to react to it. But then when I, you, uh, like I, I sold the first part of it almost too well. It yeah. was so yeah. it was so believable that a friend of mine would have a, a ghost mattress uh, in the in the nineteen eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so that's that happened in the eighties, not in the nineties. In the yarn I was spinning, sure. You're uh, <laughs> born in what seventy four, you say? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so uh, eighty four, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Young teens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Circle jerking to the young teen? Never. Not for a million dollars. I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it. I don't care how much you would have paid me. Hey, we're all gonna go over to Jerry's house and do a circle jerk. Uh I'm out. What if we paid you a million dollars? Still don't see me doing it. Not at that I, age. Tomorrow? I, I don't think I don't even think I admitted to my friends that I masturbated until I was probably eighteen or something. Right? And even then it was dicey. You know, kinda had to mm. say it like you were joking, but then kinda like kind of like yeah oh yeah i love to jerk off and you kind of look around like is everybody is everybody cool is everybody on board with this <laughs> are we all are we all going to jump into the, the the pond at the same time i believe i mentioned it before the very first uh, i believe i mentioned on this show that i was at a sleepover my freshman year in high school we were doing a uh, it was a play the whole cast of the play the dudes had a sleepover and one guy brought it up he admitted it and I've never felt more of a weight come off my shoulders than that day when it was like, <laughs> so all right, good. So we're, we could, we all do this. We could all talk about it. Great. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about it. And then they went into some detail that I never wanted to get into. <laughs> and then it uh, it dropped. The conversation dropped. You mean like so, methods? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> methods, uh, locations, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, times, beaten records, that sort of thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Different time, man. Simpler times. Simpler, better times. I don't know if that's simpler. I, don't, I never had a speed record going for my masturbation. Uh, as I used to joke about in my stand-up comedy routine, uh, I just wanted to get it done before my mom walked into the room. That was mm-hmm. always my my go-to, just to finish, you know, get it. Why, why? Oh, man, it was great last night. I, you know, I read a book. And it lasted 45 minutes. Why? Get it over with. Let's go. In and out. <laughs> That's that's the sound it makes going through that spoon. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest here, Matt. Uh, no. Oh, all right. I, I saw you looking down. I thought maybe that was uh, 
Uh, here's the thing, Elliot, with this new way that you want me to look at the camera, I, I end up looking directly into these two circle lights and blinding oh. myself every time I do that. So, <laughs> oh, that's uh, no fun. So if I'm looking here, that's the reason, so that I don't blind myself. <laughs> look right in the light. I know that's not where you want me to look, but... Uh, I think we should I, all just start wearing sunglasses uh, <laughs> during these things. Cause I only wear mine at night, Matt. You know that. Because <laughs> okay, we'll I some, can. Because I can. Let's do some night records then. Oh, I'm in on that. I mean, if it's that's what Billy Joel used to do, right? There's a lot of guy, a lot of rock guys would just wear their glasses because the, the the lights were so bright. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to say this about Tommy Shaw, who uh, last week's guest, who was, uh, again, wonderful guest. And uh-huh. thanks, everybody, for the nice comments on that episode uh, and the nice comments about my beautiful singing voice. Um, but I will say this about Tommy. When he first came on the air, uh, when we met in the Zoom prior he had the sunglasses on and I was like, ah, shit, rock star with the sunglasses on. And he took them off the second we started. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really yeah. appreciated that. That was uh, because, you know, Ace Fraley refer- uh, refused to take his off. Uh, and whenever you see these rock stars, like even Peter Cetera, he did the uh, the Terry Kath documentary. He's got sunglasses, dark sunglasses on the whole time. It's like, really? Really? You got to have some sort of image during during this? I don't get it. Like, yeah. Uh, so I appreciated that Tommy took off his sunglasses and we got to see those peepers. Jeepers, creepers, let me see those peepers. Do you think he took them off because I sang that? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think he took them off because he was trying to figure out, uh, to, he was trying to look for the audio settings on Zoom. Yeah. He couldn't see them through the sunglasses. That was the beauty for you folks. Uh, before that episode started, uh, we opened up the, the Zoom and Tommy Shaw was in his studio uh, with, with with the most impressive setup ever. <sighs> And we was, couldn't hear him. Yeah, and so it was then he so had exciting. to move. It was like a million kitchen. dollar home studio. It was. gorgeous. Just if you look, if you look at the photo that he took that we use for the, um, the thumbnail, yeah. you can yeah. see this. You can see the studio behind him because I guess he that was just the next room. Yeah. And he was in there, and it was yeah. like, here we go. We were and like, then, this is going to sound incredible. <laughs> yeah. And then as I joked about, it, it's like, how is the guy that makes his living producing records the guy that doesn't know how to uh, do this? But uh, but to his credit, he, he came up with a solution pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he walked six feet and sat down at his uh, laptop. Yeah. But just we saying. thank him. I, of course. Uh, of course, you're just saying. I just think, you know, uh, he was on Podcastathon via FaceTime. He's been on, now he's been on the show via Zoom. I think third time's a charm. We got to someday have him actually in the same room as us. <laughs> I, part of me thinks that will never happen. Um, but Does part of you think he doesn't actually exist, that he's just a computer avatar? Um, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because that's uh, what I was thinking. The, um, you know, he lives in Nashville, so if we ever do a Nashville show again, we could yes. reach out and mis- uh, ask Mr. Shaw to come and do uh, the Nashville Live. That would be fun. Uh, but boy, I still would love to have him on a, on a uh, podcast-a-thon one day. That would be mm-hmm. wonderful, have him come out and uh, do, a, uh, do a few songs. I will tell you this, uh, actually behind the scenes, uh, was told uh, he might not play any songs. Uh, can you believe I was told that before he played every song he's ever, like, <laughs> I know it's crazy like, it's crazy that that was even like in the conversation like uh, uh, anyhow uh, welcome into the program Jimmy Pardo is my name Elliot Hopeberg is here Garen Cockrell is here the Hunter Matt Belknap is here Jen Kirkman is our guest she is in the Zoom waiting room and so she'll be joining us uh, as soon as we take this break and we're going to take that break in three two one 
Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. (laughs) Right. That's when you go on and on about Shopify, you you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about and then people would say, well, why why is he talking about POS? Like what? Yeah. They didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, Well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our our, our web guy, Jeff, he's an admin in there now, and I I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh, the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh I, I think people i think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh capricious or uh silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is here's the important thing Earning is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, the, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. and they're, then They're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hello everybody did yes welcome back to the program episode 2615 uh jen kirkman's with us uh we'll bring uh, jen into the mix at some point hello jen Hi, Jimmy. James. I brought, her, I brought her in right then. I said I'm going to bring her in to, <laughs> yeah. at some point. It's like a weird fake out. Right into it. I didn't know what was happening. It was wow. I, I want to keep my guests on their toes. I don't want them to get comfortable. I don't ever want them to think, oh, I can lay back. He's not going to talk to me. Uh, but I will, I will bring her in. Guess again. Bring it in now. <clears throat> I was ready. I was on it. I was not taking advantage of the fact that I'm in my home and I didn't just start watching TV. I was ready. <laughs> Jen, is it? Uh, do you, uh, the angle of that hat, I can't tell. Do you have a train going around at the top of that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like one of those hats you could put a little, a little toy train that would go around uh, 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 Joker uh. style. That would, if that wouldn't make me the town eccentric, I would love something like that. Keep it in mind, Christmas is coming sooner than we think. <laughs> I would absolutely walk around with a, because I'm the only one wearing a mask in my neighborhood. So why not add a train to my hat right? and look like an absolute freak? Why are you the only one wearing a mask? Yeah. Are you are you the only one out? Uh, nope. Uh, so wait, because, so wait. You go yes. out for a walk, and you're telling yeah. me on your walk, you yeah. are the only one yes. wearing a mask. Yes, families. No families are walking without masks. I was always told I was selfish for not having kids. Well, who's selfish now, motherfuckers? <laughs> you walking around four at a time like it's sex in the city, just walking in a line <laughs> down the street. And 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 then people with the dogs, people with the dogs. Oh, I have a dog, no mask. Oh, there's someone with a dog. Oh, our dogs are running into each other. Oh, now let's talk and we'll be this close. And I'm going, where's your mask? I'm screaming, where's your mask? So, you know, they, now they say you don't need a mask if you're not near people. So you don't. I, I excuse them if they're walking down and then they cross the street to avoid They don't. You. They don't. They got the joggers breathing heavy. No, unacceptable. Which, you know, bikes. No, here's the thing. I know. Listen, I just think it's a sign of respect at a certain point. Now, obviously, if I'm walking around and no one's around, I pull my mask down so I can breathe. But the minute I see people, I put it up and it's a pretty busy little neighborhood here in the valley and uh not too far from the the studio that you guys used to be in and so uh, but it's unbelievable i think it's just you're you're wearing it to say i protect you you protect me hey yeah. people are dying at their jobs every day to protect us my mother who's 82 says she sees when she sees people without a mask she thinks they're saying fuck you old people it's time to die anyway here here <laughs> <laughs> nope what i i, I forget where are we landing on that are we <laughs> Oh, no, we're, that we was are, my rant. We are anti-old people dying, Jimmy. That, okay. That's the, that's <laughs> okay, the official yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Well, teach his own. Oh, uh, now, Jen, hot. very yeah. serious question. Uh, yeah. Do you ever, and I don't mean this to be as provocative as it sounds, do you ever take that horseshoe that's behind your, uh, behind <laughs> your ram it up your ass? Do you ever do that and <laughs> get some good luck out of it? You know, I've been doing it all wrong. 
I thought you're supposed to hang it on your wall a certain way. Is shoving it up your ass the tradition? Yeah, what are you going to horseshoe up your ass? Why are you so lucky? That's the, uh, the old expression. <laughs> Do you know, is that really an expression? But, Isn't it? But the, <laughs> am, I, am I close to it? Well, now I can't tell what the joke is. Is the joke that there really is an expression? And I swear to God, there is. But the way that Matt Belknap is reacting and Elliot, is, oh, I thought you were kidding. I thought you were. Uh-uh. I, I thought that was your joke. Is that that is absolutely not an expression? No, it is. You have a that guy has a horseshoe up his ass. Like I've never heard it in my he's life. So lucky. Wow, and it's great. I mean, I love it, but uh, never heard it. If I found out that did bring good luck, it would be up there in two seconds. Well, let's find out. But I'd only put it in a little bit because I don't want to have to go to the hospital and take away from people who need COVID attention because I have a horseshoe in my ass. You know, here's the other thing, Jen, though. If you only put it in halfway, uh, you could use the other half as a handle and have somebody carry you around. (laughs) So I think there's nothing but good stuff to come out of you putting that thing up your ass. I feel the good luck already. (laughs) Right? Just Just thinking about about it. It's bringing you joy, certainly. And I that think, attracts luck. This is amazing. I had no idea this was going to go this way. Don't you uh, think just putting a little bit in is you would only just have a little bit of luck? Hey, I'll take all the luck I can get. Hey, but maybe, what if Matt, some of us have a fear of success. And right now, I can only take a little bit of luck. I'm not, okay. I'm not ready yet. I just think it would be a shame well, to put a horseshoe even a little up your ass. And then all you get is like you find a nickel on the sidewalk. Like that's not that exciting. <laughs> that's a good point. That, although can, that's not lucky. That's an inconvenience. Well, that's just that's just a silver the silver man. Uh, silver you man know. dropped his uh, truck, didn't he? Gary? Right. And Elliot, yeah. Uh, I, th- I have have we not recognized the fact that putting a horseshoe all the way up your ass might be impossible? Yes, of course, Elliot. <laughs> I mean, in the back in the day before belts, that's how they used to do it. They would just put one leg up there, and then the back leg would just hold up the pant. It's, isn't that the traditional former way of pant hook? I've heard of that. Pant hook, yeah. Yeah, they call it I a pant hook or a pant ass hook. I think it's implied that it wouldn't fit all the way up your ass. Yeah, I think it is too. I, I, Garen, did you find anything like I, that though? I'm not seeing anything just yet, but a ball player did say, "Quote: I have a horseshoe up my ass, and I know it." See, I, I've so you might my you might be right. It my, like my, my my search on the uh, Urban Dictionary has horseshoe up her ass. To be extremely lucky, either by escaping an otherwise gruesome fate or by living an easy life. Yeah. Horseshoe up his ass has the same meaning for a man. And then Frank Mir, whoever that is, apparently had a horseshoe up his ass. Goddamn right he did. Though, <laughs> no, actually, now that you say it, I do remember that Paul Simon song. People sh- say she's crazy. She's got a horseshoe up her ass. Yeah, people say crazy. <laughs> uh, and well, also that uh, that wing song, With a Little Luck, it's about that. With a little luck. And then horseshoe up, up your ass. Five adults singing that song. I guess it's akin to the expression "stepping in shit." That's the one I say. It's, oh, it's, she she just keeps stepping in shit. Yeah, which is supposed to be a good thing. Oh, it is. I thought it was. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Oh well, I always say it about people that like, you know, they have some big scandal, their career tanks, or their show didn't go well, and then they get another deal and go. She just keeps stepping in shit. I thought that was a good thing. No, I think stepping in shit is the uh, is before the good luck comes back. It's like, oh, they're that person keeps step, uh, stepping well, in shit. They always yeah, they, figure out a way to fuck things up. They can't they can't help uh, like finding trouble. I mean, I know it would sound what you're saying makes sense, but I don't know. I I might have to Google this one. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, why would anyone want to step in shit? I guess is the is the question. Well, I Never. thought it was like a fertilizer angle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, you dumb fucks. Hey, 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 you don't come on this show and talk to us like that. (laughs) Go ahead, though. You were saying I was talking to my uh, to my staff 
I see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Good. I'm well, glad you, you treat them that way. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. uh, will you finish your thought then? Um, on Urban Dictionary, stepped in shit, it's the past tense of step in shit, meaning have had a stroke of good fortune or luck. Boy, your really? brother really stepped in shit when he married a multimillionaire's daughter. Wow. I've been using that expression wrong my entire life. Is, well, is, it, an, is it an ironic phrase? Is that what we're doing here? I think so. Yeah. <sighs> I don't like it. I don't understand <laughs> it and I don't like it. <laughs> Until you can explain to me why stepping in shit is a good thing and, and lucky, I, I will not well, accept this. According to Quora.com, it's Uh-oh. sort of based on the Italian belief that it's good luck to get pooped on by a bird. Okay, well, that I'm familiar with. Yeah. All right. Thank you for saying that as an Italian, Matt. I'm a familiar. <laughs> I'm a familiar with. A familiar. Okay, that'll make a sense. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, uh, that reminds me of when I was at the airport uh, and there was a woman uh, walking her dog that did not belong at the airport. It was clearly not a support uh, animal uh she just wanted to bring her animal on the plane and it started pooping on the uh in, in the little uh what do you call that the the walkway and uh she was on her phone walking her dog so immediately you hate her and yeah. then the dog starts pooping and she steps in it and falls oh no <laughs> and uh-huh. you want to feel sorry for her but you can't oh, i don't even want at all i don't even want to. <laughs> I don't want to well that's a great example of you stepped in shit when you saw that. That's exactly right. You had good I was, luck. I, I had good luck because A, I didn't step in it, and B, I have a story to tell. Oh, and what a what a story it is. <laughs> that was, I want to say, Terminal 3 over there. Terminal 4, actually, over at uh, LAX, uh, the, the American Airlines, uh, mm-hmm. Terminal 4 at that time. Um, yes, Great. Jim? All right, thank you. Jen Kirkman, guys. That's the kind. You go see Jen Kirkman, and that's the kind of uh, crowd work you're going to get. She asks a question and then just stammers and goes, Great. But I, Actually, oh, it's I, totally the crowd work you would get. <laughs> oh, great. Jen, what happened to your hat? Did Simon LeBon have to take it back? Hey! Macarena. Uh, he's on, he's one of the people right. on my staff. Um, uh, that, that makes sense. It. Yeah. No, I just. Um, it was getting hot under there. Okay. Because I, I have a bright light so that mm-hmm. I look great. And it, you know, the heat, yeah. heat of showbiz. Um, <laughs> also, we heard you're in the valley. It's always hotter in the valley. That's what the. Uh, Hondo percento. Are you at 100 degrees today? It was 86 here at my house. So I can imagine well, you guys are close to 100. I've got it. I've got the AC on. No, 84 where I am today. How's it? How's it? Uh, I mean, that's what it says on my phone app. I haven't been outside yet. Oh, wait, but uh, nice. I, I'm going to take a walk later. Yeah, go I'll, you, I'll keep you posted. I'll Jen, do you posted. take a walk every day during the uh, during the pandemic? Uh, some days I don't. I start. I I was really getting frustrated with the no mask people maybe six weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I stopped for a while. But then I realized I'm not going to punish myself just because. Right. But I don't go anywhere. I don't even get groceries delivered. I am. I have been a hundred thousand percent quarantined. Haven't seen a freaking human. Oh. Um, I am really afraid of getting COVID. So I I take a walk about an hour a day, and I also do home ballet and so i like doing that danielle is also doing home ballet hmm. oh my god it, did she used to take lessons her, her whole life right she's taken lessons her whole life yes in, including uh, up until this pandemic she would go and uh take a lesson oh she okay so i had stopped i'd taken my whole life and maybe stopped at like maybe 25 and then got too self-conscious to do it in public and so at home is perfect no one has to see me but i oh it's it's really makes me happy Good for you. You know, I feel I know. the same way about uh, when I was taking that uh, video exercise class. Like I would, I would never want to do that at the gym with a group of people, but uh, at my home, uh, yeah. I welcome it. It's a, it's a nice workout. 
it's something for me about not having a mirror there. You know, I have obviously mirrors in my home, but they're not mm -hmm. anywhere that would be conducive to working out. So I don't have to keep looking at myself, especially since I've gained a little bit of the LBs during this during this time. I'll take your word for that. That stands for pounds. Oh, no. From here up, I look fantastic, but okay. things don't fit. Things don't fit. Uh, well, then it, it must have quit. That's the rule. I am. Oh, my God. That's my new weight loss plan. I just scream at my body, my lower half. You must have quit. The jeans don't fit. And then the weight just, just runs away. It just falls yeah. off. Yeah. You get a Bronco. It slowly goes away. Yes. It gets driven off in a white Bronco. Slowly. That'd be great. Leaves you on the 405. All right. Jen Kirkwood's our guest. Yes, sorry. But let me go around the horn. Let me check in yeah. with everybody here. We got uh, we got a lot to offer today. Uh, we do have our trivia that we have to get to. In fact, let me uh, I will tell you this: the theme, uh, the um, the uh, uh, topic, yes, is theme parks. Oh the my topic god! Is theme parks? Okay. So you want to place your bet now on theme park? Yes, Jen. Oh, you're telling the audience to place their bet now. Yeah, and you as well. You will oh, also okay. write, write it down. Don't say it out loud. Oh, okay. Write it down on a, like a piece of paper, a whiteboard, or a chalkboard. Gonna, or Can I type it into my notes section? Sure. Type it right in as long as you don't change that. Uh, I promise you'll, I won't. Uh, boy, I don't Oh, I'll write it down just. I don't think I'm going to be good at this. <laughs> okay, Jen. She's up. She's moving. Did Jen just have a fight with herself? She's yeah. going in another room. She, uh, There's a plan. I hope she, she, hope she doesn't she, see a mirror in there. I know she's against mirrors. <laughs> she might think it's another person and get scared. I think she was just, she didn't want to be, get caught in the situation of getting it right and being accused of yeah. cheating. Uh, all right, Jen, welcome back. Understandable. Jen, I, I was worried about you that uh, you might see yourself in a mirror and think it's another person. I know you're trying to quarantine. Would that frighten you? <laughs> it's happened a couple of times. I know I did think my plant was an intruder at one point. Um, but uh, walk, walk us through that. It is yourself. Well, I have this little corner that you can maybe see here, and there was never anything in it. I've lived here like six years, and I was getting really into plants, as people seem to be doing during the pandemic, and I went to a place where you can do curbside pickup, and I brought home this plant that's with in the stand. It's probably almost as tall as me. It's probably five feet. I see. And I forgot that I bought it because it was the middle of the night, and I went into the kitchen, and I just froze because there was someone standing there. Yeah. And then I decided I'll just run out the front door. And then I decided I don't have to do that because it's a plant. <laughs> but my heart rate went up really fast. And that, that was it. But now I know what I would do in that emergency. Did you run out or you just thought about doing it? I just went, do I go grab my phone or do I go run out the door? And then I went, mm -hmm. run out the door, you idiot. And then... I didn't have to. You didn't have to. Was a plant. But if that all happened, I'm making it sound like I'm really dumb. Like I stood there looking at a plant going, Do I it was all that happened very quickly in my head. Of course. Now, yeah. what kind of plant? Are we looking at a fica? Are we looking I don't at know. <laughs> but I know that it's it's really good for no light because there's no light in that area. Oh, so I it's a lightless it's, area. Is a, yeah, is, a, is a fica the kind of plant you get uh, when you take out a, a loan from the bank to me? I think it is. It's, it's a secured plant. It's yeah. a oh, plant that you, you, you do not risk uh, losing any of that plant. Well, That's yeah. When I, if I ever find out I have a low fica score, I'll go, really? Because look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like an 800 to me. You would think that's a person. This is me. So you're coming through. Oh, my God. Well, it's the middle me. of the night. <gasps> that's a person. No. Uh, sure. If it's Ray Bolger, maybe. <laughs> 
It's a nice reference. You're welcome. A great reference. Was he? He was Scarecrow, right? He was Scarecrow. Yeah, you'd think that uh, that leafy guy was a <laughs> Scarecrow. That was yeah. the point I was trying to make. You made uh, it well. Well, thank you, Jen Kirkman. Jen Kirkman uh, is joining us uh, from uh, the Valley, uh, not too far from our studio, from what I understand. Uh, I will say, Jimmy, I've also noticed that uh, in the neighborhood surrounding our office, uh, very few masks. It's a, it's a little jarring because around my, like where I live, I feel like people are being good about it. Here, for, too. For the most people, part. Think, people think, well, as long as I'm six feet away, but and then I think they think because it's hot out. That you can't get it. Oh, I've seen. But even like people like Jimmy, you saw too when you came up here that time to pick something up, right? The, the coffee shop on, our, oh, on the corner boy. here. People are gathering. It's crazy. Yeah. I've got friends who are hanging out. These are all liberals, by the way. None of this is like some kind of, yeah. you know, uh, you know what I mean? It's not the people that are protesting going, give me my freedom and my mask. It's people going, I'm healthy. I don't have it. And I'm like, that's not what it is. Right. I know people that are dating. They're like, we both got COVID tests. I'm like, it's not AIDS though. Like it's, if you it, it's not about you're only sleeping with each other. Like how many people does this person see in a day? And you, if you two are loosey goosing it and you've known each other two weeks, imagine how many other people you're both seeing in your life. Yeah. You got COVID tests. Get out of here. You don't make up your own science. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving i've just been yelled at okay thank you for your time <laughs> uh, i'm with jen kirkman i 100 agree with jen kirkman now ellie you went and got text uh, text uh, tested right and yes i did i've thought my mistake you drove away feeling very proud <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i had solved it didn't i now, solve it by taking you, the test let me ask you about being tested because i got the antibodies test which was dumb and it turned out negative yeah so it, so if the test is right, it means I've never been exposed. But I almost got the do I have COVID currently test. Mm -hmm. And I opted not to because I'm pretty confident I don't and that I haven't done anything. What did you find to be advantageous about getting it? Should I? Well, yes. I, I will. I will boringly remind the listener that I am part of a neighborhood council. And so part of my thing was the mayor had sent out this newsletter saying, OK, everybody, you should go to Dodger Stadium and get this test. And so as a way to exemplify the process and kind of anticipate and let people know, that was part of the reason why I went. I will Got say for, for me, I didn't think that there was a situation where I would currently have it. I wasn't sick, but I figured maybe they just want more people to come do it. Why not? But yeah. but, but but really the main reason that you go for that for the, the mouth swab test is to see if you have it currently. If you have a yeah. reason to go do something, you want to make sure you don't have it or you think you might have a symptom, then I would think that would be the reason why you would actually go. Do well, it. here's an example of that. I went to the doctor today. I went to, of course, I went to my guy, Dr. Vinny Mubatz, and um, they would Burbank. not have let me in had I uh, uh, you know, been tested. No, hang on. My logic makes no sense. I apologize. Uh, abort. Abort. Right. <laughs> did you get a test though, Jimmy? I did get a test and, and I did it because, and so did Danielle and Oliver. We did it uh, because so that they would have it as a... Um, um, as a st as a stat of mm. uh, then, yes. okay, they didn't have it on this day, and then if you right. get it this day, oh, now you have it. Where have you been in those uh, in that time? And then they sure. could go, okay, he was at Target, he was at Ralph's, he was, uh, boy, this guy's going too many places. That's what they would think. That's okay. <laughs> that is a great point. I'm going to go get one after the podcast. A different day. No, go <laughs> right now. We'll talk. You about got it. me the whole time. Yeah, just yep. get in your car. And you, you can take your laptop with you. Yeah, stay yeah. on the phone and uh, we'll do can, a live remote from you going to get a test. I don't great. think that's safe. But, yeah, I, you've just convinced me. I'm going to do it. That's great. Okay. 
But Jimmy, I don't want this moment to pass without hearing this. I saw the doc. doc. Mm. I saw oh, the doc. Fast. Yeah. Wait, Matt is no longer playing. Really? Yeah, stop playing. Oh, that was a Zoom thing, I think. That was ah, Zoom. Okay. It was playing on this end. Sorry, All guys. Right. My Has anyone made this joke yet in the world? Who's Zoom and who? Come on, it's ripe for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, they have? I made it March 13th. Okay, well, I didn't know. Well, I made it June 13th. Eighth publicly for the first time <laughs> privately. You know how long I've been saying that. <laughs> you, you haven't seen anybody, so I don't That's know. Point. Only my plant oh, knows. And to you too, ma'am. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the joy, Jen Kirkman. All right, let me say hello to everybody. A theme park is your topic, mm-hmm. and uh, let me bring Young Oliver in. He'll read the question to us. Uh, Jen, have you ever met my son? Um, when he was very much a baby. Okay, he's that sounded like something Trump would say. Very, <laughs> yeah. he was very much uh, smaller. I tested very positive. I tested negatively in a very positive way. Uh, I'm such an Oliver fan. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm an Oliver fan. Yeah, Jen's been listening. To, I don't know if you said this on the air, but it's. I want everyone to know uh, how how great we are that you have been listening to the podcasts in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I've so heard Oliver, so, he's so great. So you've heard him, yeah. I liked Here. his Russia explanation about Pepsi. Oh, oh yeah, cool kid. He's smart a smart kid. kid. Let me call him in here. Let me. Uh, let me mute this so you don't hear me yelling. Oliver Griffin! Quickly now, Father needs you. Why Why would you mute, why would you mute that? I don't, I, I don't, all, right, all right, here we go. Oliver, quickly now, Father needs you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally muting one of your go-to jokes? Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I thought the uh, yelling. All right, you ready to read this? Yeah. All right, come on. Stick your head in there. Say hello to Jen Kirkman. Hello. Hi, I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh, wait. She, wait, he can't hear you. Oh. Uh, here, listen to that. And then Jen, say that again. I'm a big fan of your trivia segment, Oliver. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. It's very You're nice. very welcome. Jen Kirkman is a, a terrific comedian. I say comedian because <laughs> I want to point out she's a lady who does comedy. <laughs> um, it's, you have to be specific. Like when Joan Rivers did it. Here's a funny lady. Here's, a, here's Tody Fields, a funny lady. You couldn't just say, here's the next comedian who's funny. You had to point it out. That's what I do with Jen. She's a funny, <laughs> funny lady. Uh, all right. You going to read the question? Uh, sure. All right. Why don't you read the question, not the answer? That's, I was giving you the wrong piece of paper. Yeah. All right. Here. Get in here. I got it open. What franchise did Disney buy in 1995 to build a ride themed around it? Um, The ride eventually closed for being too scary. What was the franchise? Okay. 1995. I may have forgotten to include this in the question. The ride was eventually built in 1995. I, I kind of worded it wrong. So, which franchise did Disney buy and build a ride for in 1995 that was eventually shut down for being too scary? There we go. Sorry. That's right. No, you said it right the first time. It, may I up. ask a question or is that Wait, not? Hang on a second. Uh, 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 Oliver, are you allowing questions? Jen Kirkman has a question. <laughs> I guess it depends on what it, He says it depends on the question. That's Jen, okay. Let's I guess I think this probably is not uh, going to be allowed. But when you say franchise, <laughs> do you mean like, 
I forget it. My question would be the answer. I, I all right, Jen Kirkman, question. everybody. See what I said? <laughs> I, I thought I, I knew I where you're going. Like, is it was lady. it a like a film franchise or a book franchise? Right, or? but I, I think that's. But the yeah, answer. that's yeah. that's gonna give away too much. I'm like, probably. which franchise was it? Was really my question. <laughs> do you mean a soda or do you mean a? I want a rock. Interesting. Huh. Which franchise? Yeah. I'm writing my answer down. I have a. I, I think I might get this one. And it was too scary. Feel good Disney about it. bought it. Feel good about it. Feel real good about it. 1995. Actually, I no longer feel good about it. Damn. Disney World, Disneyland. That's uh-huh. the other question. Yeah, which park did it open in before it closed? That would help yeah. me a little bit. Oh, boy, my answer's wrong. My answer that I was so confident in well, seconds ago is wrong. You can change it. Yeah, I know I can. Oh, I know I can, Elliot. But uh, but what do I change it to? Uh, it was Franchise. I, I, I like think I have the answer, but I went on the ride I'm thinking of, and it wasn't scary, and I'm scared of everything, and it's still there, so that's a good answer. Garen's strangely quiet, and he's going to be the first one. Are you thinking? Are you, you, do you I, have an yeah, answer? I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't have a correct answer, but mm. I'm thinking. Okay. I have several so, answers, uh, but I think none of them are right. All right. Well, listen. That's, I have uh, an idea, but I don't I, love it. I have an idea, but I don't love it. And I, I really wish I could ask my franchise question, but I, it's just, it's just cheating. <laughs> Your question you is which franchise? It. Well, I'm like, is it a movie franchise? Is it a soda pop franchise? You know, I think that gives it away. I, it, uh, it's a hundred percent saying what is the answer? But hmm. in my head, there's like an in-between. Uh, I hear it. Oh, here, there's a uh, Elliot's, Elliot. Elliot's <laughs> doing some sort of like, the, what's that meme with the the woman with all the equations floating around her head? The, the beautiful mind thing, right? <laughs> yeah, but there's like five different versions of that. There's like a one with Zach Galifianakis, which I never understood. Like, really? where'd that come from? Is that yeah, from yeah. the Is that from the Hangover? Oh, maybe. You guys hey, don't need there, to answer. Hey, we were talking earlier about movies we like the second one of. I like the second Hangover more than the first one. That can't really? possibly be true. No, of course oh. not. <laughs> I never saw any of them but the first one. Yeah, same here. Seemed like enough. Yeah, it was plenty. Right? You get it. You hey, get spe- it. Speaking of enough, and, and at the risk of uh, some of you may be friends with the creator of the show or people who were on it, but uh, I just finished season two of Dead to Me. Anyone else watch Dead to no, Me? No, we, we haven't started it yet, Matt. I watched all season two in one day, really. Okay, so Woo! season, season one's... No. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. No, I'm no, no, gonna, we won't say anything. I'm just going to say season one was incredible, so great, like a perfect uh, season of television. <laughs> but it's a great example to me of like... That didn't need to keep going. I don't know. Like, not, oh, I'm, wow. I'm not even talking about what I thought of season two. I'm just saying, like, it, it was so perfect. I didn't want them to try again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It could have ended on one and it would have been perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But I loved it so much. I was so happy to see season two was so suspenseful. I was like, oh, my God. I was freaking out the whole time. I really wow. loved it. All right, cool. I don't I look I th- forward to seeing it, Matt, when I do, and then we can talk about it. All right, sounds One good. One quick thing I want to say, it's not a spoiler. Those women, they're acting. I'm just talking about the acting. <laughs> Jimmy already took his headphones off. You can tell me. Season one. It's about season one. Tell Jimmy it's about season one. It's about, he center. can't hear you. He can't hear any of us. I'm, I'm, mal- I'm, I'm motioning. No, I was talking about season one. I was talking about the acting. I was just saying their acting is so amazing. I would like to spend a day on set and see yeah. how they work inc- themselves up into all that crying. It's so good. The one thing yeah. I want to say, I didn't hear anything you guys said because I didn't have my headphones on. The thing I'll say, and we're looking forward to season two, is in season one, you can't argue that the acting was terrific. I mean, it was, <laughs> I mean the acting was phenomenal. Was it Jen? Guy, oh, no. Guys, my sorry, sorry. My Zoom froze there for like a minute, but can I just jump in real quick and tell you guys, season one, 
yeah for whatever else you thought of it the acting was incredible i mean you can't like i would love to just spend a day on the set and see like how did did they get there how did oh you you felt that too because i really did want to introduce the topic how did they get to those i didn't have my headphones on so i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) you're all mean i just dropped a (laughs) you know what we're revisiting here at the house you know my son what likes to watch uh, the old shows he's watching news radio and uh boy oh boy is it great it's really great. Every episode that I've wandered in and watched with him has been hysterical. And what Wonderful. a weird mix of people that all seem to go their different ways in life, didn't they? Hey, you know what? To that <laughs> yes. point, Joe Rogan is great on this show. Yeah, he did was he great. Did he ever act again? Did he ever do another acting role? Huh. Or did he go know. right to Fear Factor and then become whatever he's doing now? I think yeah, I don't know. I think you're right. I think he went straight to host slash it, podcast it's a shame because he's really good on this that's really interesting I and it's a shame for that. the podcast listeners but <laughs> <laughs> uh. well maybe he'll be one of those comedian podcasters that does like an oscar winning role when he's 70 or something oh that'd be interesting you know he, how that he was good on news radio that's all yeah he was maybe, great maybe he auditioned for a million other roles and never got another one uh but he he was really good on everybody was good everybody is good it's a From great episode cast. one. They like they all knew their characters and it worked. It's really good. I should revisit that. It's good. Sometimes I get sad when I watch Phil Hartman. I didn't even know the man, but I. Yeah. You know, boy, he's so funny on this. Oh, he's just perfect and everything. Uh, my wife and son also, they 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 have what they call their their own shows that they watch together in the morning. And uh, they are starting with uh, season one. So there's 14 years of this 14 seasons of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, wow. And that many. Wow. I watched the very first one and I laughed like crazy and I've never watched the show. Yeah. yeah. I went, I've watched full seasons and full series of shows that weren't this funny as what I just watched. Why, yeah. did, I, why did I ignore this when it started? I know. I did the I same did, thing. I did I, the same thing with Shit's Creek. I just didn't want to watch it based on the pun. And it is the most <laughs> spectacularly funny show that is so emotional. Yes. It's so gorgeous and moving. And I don't want to watch season six because I just don't think I can handle the emotion i might have to wait till quarantine's over and i can actually like hug someone after i mean it is so beautiful yeah how did i not watch it i don't i can't answer that i won't answer it and i'm i i maybe watched like 10 episodes i'm not going to go through the whole season but of uh welcome back cotter the other day still holds up what <laughs> i watched it and thought it was a little rough well, you watched the wrong 10 episodes. It really I holds up so yeah i'm doing the same thing with barney miller and i think that holds up where my son did not care for it at all Oh, that's some old man TV. It if really you're, is. If you're him. If you're him, yeah, it, it yeah. really is. It's, and you look at the cast, but first of all, they all look 50, even though we know that they were in their 20s and 30s, which is yes. bizarre. Um, and it's like, boy, none of, none of these guys will get cast today. Not one of them yeah. looks castable as lead <laughs> roles in a sitcom. Um, I, was, I revisited the menopause episode of the Golden Girls the other day. And Blanche is going through menopause and in this episode she's two years older than i am currently what <laughs> it's like, I, I, she looks like a grandmother she's 48 but back then 48 looked so much older do you mean the character than, or the actress by both i mean i, I don't know how do you mean <laughs> I, well because i i thought that the characters were supposed to be in their like 60s at least no this was she was always a little bit younger than everyone else and yeah. so she at the very least was supposed to be 50 at the very oldest okay. was supposed to be 50 but right. it's you know like if you look at what a 50 year old actress could look like today yeah like your jen aniston your 
Right. It's not that. It's not, not that. And it's not that she looks bad or anything. She just looks older. Right, like right, right. She looks almost 70, but she, she looks like a grandma. She dressed oh, yeah. the, the, like her hair and everything was like a grandma style. Yeah. She's also I, in a retirement community. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, Why the thing is, that? it was her house and oh. the ladies moved in. So they were all a little bit older. She was always the like. Yeah, that's yeah. why she was the more sexual one. But so yeah, they were she liked in there. Fuck, huh? Oh, love to bang. Get all of, well, that was what the episode was about. Her period was late. She assumed she was pregnant. She had slept with 10 different guys during this week that <laughs> she could have gotten pregnant. She didn't right. know who the father was. And uh, Sophia made a great joke. Like on Father's Day, you can celebrate with Rick, Tony, Jim, Bob, Mike, you know, haha. I didn't tell it as well. But anyway, <laughs> turns out the reason she missed her period was the menopause. I see. She's Not getting older. Not the pregnancy, getting older. Anywho, everything's fine. At the end of the episode, <laughs> she ends up hitting on, uh, hitting on a teacher. He likes her. She's back in the saddle, but maybe just not uh, menstruating anymore. Good news. Mm. Good news, guys. Good news out of the Golden Girls, guys. Good news guys. for that saddle. Well, I watched it as inspiration because I had oh. my first hot flash in <laughs> oh. quarantine. So I'm beginning oh. menopause while in quarantine. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Living with a plant. Is this what I thought my life would end up? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, but we appreciate you sharing it with us. How about that? Well, I trust you guys to either it, just sit quiet. quietly or laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll do, it. We'll do whatever you want us to do. I don't know. I want you to keep going around the horn. All right. Well, let me check in then with Gary. In fact, let me, uh, let me uh, quickly now. Uh, Oliver Griffin. Quickly now. Father made you. <laughs> it's never not funny. Oliver, you grab the Literally. So, uh, I'm sure Garen was looking this up, but I think nobody actually knows what Blanche's age is. Uh, it's I'm looking at IMDb trivia as we speak. It's widely believed that Blanche's age is never actually revealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the episode Mother's Day, it's admitted in a flashback that she was 17 in 1949, which would right. make her 53 when the series began in 85, and 60 when it ended in 92. All right, so Character. she's... But that's still too yeah. young to look the way that she is. Pre- yeah. She's presented as an older lady. But back yeah. then, 50, I mean, because I was a kid. So that's take that into account. But in the 80s, 53 was basically old. I mean, that's. Yeah, I think because uh, of the harder life, like you had kids younger, you kind of yeah. just were exhausted by then. <laughs> right. You'd been through more by that yeah. time. Yeah. We've had it easier. Yeah, we have. We've oh, we got it. We got it made, man. We got it made in the shade with the Things internet, so and the pandemic, great right and yeah. everything else going around. Right, the sure, riots. We perfect. got it easier. They mm-hmm. had riots back then too, Jim. They had riots in the seventies, sixties. Yeah. Don't forget that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's check in with Garen Cockrell. He's down there at the Pop Gold Trees Info Couch, uh, sponsored by Dogpile.com. <laughs> uh, Garen, what's going on in the valley? Anything happening in the valley? Uh, no, it's been a uh, kind Van of <laughs> Sherman Oaks, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's been a. Uh, Good couple days, I guess. How are you, Jimmy? How are you feeling? Garen, this segment's about you. This is, uh, <laughs> everybody knows how I'm doing. Now, Garen, I just out of curiosity, did you get anything in the mail over the weekend? Anything yeah. uh, come your direction? I, I did. Uh, I went out to my uh, front door, and there mm-hmm. was a box there that I was not anticipating, and I picked mm-hmm. it up. It was quite heavy. And I'm like, what is this? So I opened it up and immediately had a panic attack that I bought something instead of saving it to my cart. <laughs> and I realized it was a, a belated birthday gift and I got super emotional about it and left a completely insane voicemail 
But I will say here, thank you very much. It was very kind. Uh, the only reason I brought this up was because uh, I wanted to talk about your voicemail. Where Garen, here's what happened, guys. And, and uh, Garen texted me and asked, "Hey, is this a good price for this?" And it's a Sticks box set on Amazon, vinyl. Uh, the band Sticks, vinyl, nine records. And I said, actually, that is a pretty good price. I would get it myself, but I've already got three of those. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, okay, uh, maybe I'll get that for myself as a belated birthday gift. And then I thought about, uh, you know, we we always get Garen something for his birthday. And because we weren't in the studio this year, we couldn't even do the little, you know, cupcake or donut like we do. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll get I'll, I'll get it for his birthday. And uh, uh, and I, but I bring it up, not, not to pat myself on the back that I got you a gift. I brought it up because then... I got a weepy Gary Cockrell <laughs> thanking me for the box set. Um, You're kind yeah. not to play the voicemail. I'm dying to hear it. Not to I laugh know. at you, but I like seeing your emotion. It's That's nice. up, it's Go up right ahead. I don't care. All right, let's see if I can. Oh, boy. This is exciting. <laughs> That's so Sincerity. sweet. How did the records travel? Nothing melted? Everything good? Oh, no. They were, they were perfect. Oh. I already uh, busted them out. Listen to the first one already. Can we ready? Here That's a great band to listen to on vinyl. Mm. <laughs> this is gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> this is so cute. Wait, what, what, come on. Garen, did you lose weight? Not that you were heavy. I, I think I have lost some, yes. Thank Your you. Your face is just very sculpted, very jealous. Oh. Go on, oh, sorry. Oh, thank you. Trying to ungay him, but it's not working. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Hopefully. It's going to be the other side, I think, where your ear would be. No, no, it's on speaker. I mean, fair is enough, it, it is, is me, it on speaker? So. All right, there we go. That's Garen Cockrell's. All right. You can't tease us like that. You got to play it. I can't play it. You, the, the two, two people won't shut the fuck up. Because we can't hear it. We couldn't hear it. I apologize. Was it playing? We talked for a minute while he was figuring out his phone, and we then were, for a minute he held it up, and it wasn't playing, and he's we blaming get, us. Yeah, we were trying to eventually. I'm not bam. blaming us. I'm blaming specific people, not all of you. Matt Belknap <laughs> gets a pass on this one. <laughs> Elliot, you do not get a pass. Maybe the other day where your ear is. I don't want a fucking phone works, old man. <laughs> get off my ass. And, and that is the morphine talking. <laughs> get off uh, his ass because there's a horseshoe up there. He's very uncomfortable. <laughs> but I'm very lucky. Uh, all right, lucky. let me find it again. Let me find it again. Let me see if I can play back it. To back. Here it comes. Okay. Speaker. Crank it. Ah, hang on. You know what I could do? Hang on. Hang on. Not do this bit? Well, there, there's always that, but then I got yelled at about it. <laughs> I you know. Can, uh, oh, we are yelling. Connect your phone to the Bluetooth or the yep. Am Alexa. Here, here, here we go. Hang on, guys. This is Woo! exciting. The technology involved is so exciting. Come sail away. Come sail away. Come sail away. Oh, is it? Is that? Is Sticks playing in the background of your Weeby message? That'd be good. A soundtrack. No, but I did follow up with a video of me playing the record. <laughs> All right, here we go. This. Uh, I have no idea how loud this will be. Can you hear it at all? Wait, no. shit. Hang on. I got to turn it on. Sounds like he's at the bottom of a well. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, that's that, just me. Maybe that's why he was crying. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I get me out of this out. well. I've got some albums now. Can you hold the speaker up to the mic or the mic up to the speaker? Okay, here it comes. Uh, Jimmy, it's your uh, uh, friend, Karen. 
Talk Roll Call, and uh, I work at the podcast, in case you're unaware. I just got a little package just over my door that had a big box of sticks albums in it. Uh, if you're responsible for that, I can only say thank you very much. That was very sweet, uh, very unnecessary, but it, it got me to be very emotional. I wasn't expecting it, so thank you very much. I hope you're well. I hope this happens as well. I will see you on Monday. Uh, again, thank you very much. That was very, very kind. I really appreciate it. All right, see you soon. Uh, this is a happy, terrible message. You can just talk to me and you All right, bye. <laughs> I I'm going to say not emotional enough. Yeah, you know <laughs> right ungrateful enough. sound. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I don't disagree, for... Jen. I remember hearing, I remember it, uh, the first time I listened to that, it uh, had a little more emotion behind it. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, well. Huh. All right. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be surprised when uh, UPS shows up and goes, yeah, you got a package for me to return? <laughs> now you're crying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that, 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 uh, I think the uh, theater of the mind would have been better on that than actually playing it. Um, <laughs> well, it didn't really come through the speakers very well, so it was kind of choppy. That's yeah. true. The emotion got erased by the technology. It's mm. just emotion taking me over. Caught up in sorrow, lost in my house. And when you come back, come home to me, darling. And there'll be nobody left in this world to hold me tight. Nobody left in this world to There we go. A little BGs for you. I got to turn this button off. Uh, all right, Garen, what else happened over the weekend? Anything else? Uh, no, just status quo. I'm, I'm desperate to find something to talk about that's exciting, and there really isn't much There's to nothing. No movies, no nothing over there at the house, huh? No, what's the last movie I watched? I watched Spirited Away and Treasure Planet. Uh, some anime stuff. Yeah, I nothing, see. nothing thrilling. I'm boring. Uh, what's that one that's out now? That uh, I'm gonna get this word. Uh, I'm gonna get it all wrong. But I think the word "vast" might be in the movie title. Vast. Uh, vast. Available, I think on Netflix or maybe it's on demand. Vast. Vast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> vast. Ah, shoot. Never mind. Hmm. It looked like it might be up your alley. Is the reason I bring it up, Garen. I don't remember the name. Vast. Oh wait, is that that sci-fi thing that everyone's talking about? Yes, the vast. I think so. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. That's I gotta watch that. Everyone keeps telling me to watch it. But what is the name of oh, it? Oh, vast, vast of night. Yeah, vast of night. Yeah, I, yeah. I, now that you say that, I, it's yeah. It's everyone's saying it's like this is the coolest sci-fi movie in years. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna watch that tonight. Good luck to you. But, uh, let us, thank let you. Let us know how that goes the next time we talk. I did see that it was playing at the uh, is it the Montclair? Uh, they have a drive-in. Oh, drive That's yeah. cool playing out there and uh we've been toying with the idea of going out to the uh but I, there's not been a movie that we wanted to see as a family that we're willing to make uh th- really the drive more than anything else like i know it's way out there that's a long haul i heard and then there the was drive home nothing to look forward to like and it's dark it's a right. lot it's a big commitment <laughs> it is a big commitment jen you got I, that right. I thought they were going to open a drive through somewhere in the valley and i was that that's if it's like a 20 minute drive that's what i'm about like i'll do that how far away is Mon- well Montclair's not that bad for you, right? Uh, I still think it's a bit of a ways. Yeah, boy, you got to really—that's a commitment, man, dude. But you know, when, when you know when else are we going to see a movie? Uh, Jimmy, you uh, sound like you got quieter somehow. Did you turn? No, your- I, I didn't do anything with me. I didn't. Uh, Can oh, you wait, disconnect your phone? How about I feel- that? Is that better? Yes. Oh, it's I heard- forty minutes. 
shoot. From How about Montclair that? Hello? Hello? Why don't we yeah. take another break? Let's take another break. Okay. Uh, we'll be back. We'll go around the horn right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Jen Kirkman's on Twitter and Instagram at Jen Kirkman. And uh, you should follow her. She's funny. Great. And uh, you can listen to her podcast too. If you like listening to podcasts with funny people, uh, she's the only person on it and she's funny. So it qualifies. That's called having funlessness with Jen Kirkman available wherever you get your podcasts. Search for it, download it and listen to it and you will be happy. Jimmy Pardo, also on Twitter, at Jimmy Pardo. The show's at Never Not Funny on Twitter. Garen's at My Name is Garen. Elliot's at Elliot Hochberg. You can also find Never Not Funny on Facebook, facebook.com slash Never Not Funny. Like that page and you will see photos of every guest as we put the episodes up. And uh, have a fun little discussion about uh, the episode underneath each one, too. Also, if you like to watch clips of Never Not Funny in your spare time, then you should subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Never Not Funny. Click the little bell is what they tell me to tell you so that you get a notification when we put a new one up. And you'll also find Jimmy's Records and Tapes there. That's the spinoff series where Jimmy takes a walk down memory lane via his record collection. That's it. Enjoy. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait. Are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You've said, look, I'm looking for me- yeah. metal. Metal. What are the, What's that called? A metal worker? Um, Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, are they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good uh, luck. Good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is for, through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Uh, listen, this is, you You know this. Uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In I, the, in I the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? 
like before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No. That, oh, no. That's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kids thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over thirty-five different meals, more than sixty add-ons to choose from every week. Various different. You know, look. If you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got uh, they they had lobster the other day. Oh my God. Oh, they got all those all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. We took care of some business during that break, man. We dealt with some <laughs> sunshine as well as some audio issues, and it seemed to go very, very well. Uh, Jan Kirkman talked about her highlights in her hair, and uh, we all nodded and cared. So it worked <gasps> out for what? What's up? What's up? Matt Jen? brought it up. I was just saying she looks like a rock star with her the hat and her like the way her hair is and the shirt. It looks like you know we're talking to Joe Perry. I but uh, like uh, Joe Perry in his prime. Joe Perry. Oh, of, of, of course, Matt. Of course. <laughs> Boston's own, huh? That's right. Me uh, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. Jen. No, I meant the Me Too movement. I want to remind everyone. Oh, I thank you. Oh, did Joe Perry do something that we should know about? No, I just, it's been a while since I'd seen that hashtag. And okay. That said, let's assume so. Let's assume. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem, I mean, who knows? I don't want to cast aspersions, but. I um, I would think every, as I've said on the, I think every rock star in the 70s is guilty of it. They uh, it have to be. They'd have to be. Hmm. Well, there's but, a lot of drugs going on. So a lot of drugs, a lot of cocaine. She don't like it. She don't like it. She don't like it. <laughs> cocaine. I mean, that's what Lorelai's all about, right? Lorelai, let's live together. I don't think it is, Karen. I think Lorelai's about a girl it. coming and going to move in with the guy, if I'm not mistaken. Just dropping some stick knowledge now. Uh, oh, you uh, also oh, sticks. sticks and basketball. Is that your two? <laughs> <Sticks and basketball? laughs> Do you want to hear a very quick hot gossip story involving a famous comedian and sticks? Yep. Do I? It's not as good as I'm making it sound because it's just about them singing a stick song. But okay. when I was a young comedian in the late 90s in New York City, I was in my early 20s. Uh, uh, I, it was told to me by the other comedians that David Cross is a big deal. This David Cross fella. I'd never seen Mr. Show. I wasn't familiar with David Cross. I'd certainly seen him do stand-up. I understood he was a big deal. So he would hang out at the same uh, Monday night alternative show that everyone did. And while I was hanging out, he was actually performing on it. And so a bunch of us all went out after drinking, whatever. And we were at a restaurant that was not a dive bar, but he means it was like kind of a nicer restaurant. And somebody mentioned uh, the stick song. I think the, the one I was singing before, Come Sail Away. Mm-hmm. And he started singing it really loudly, but then like wouldn't stop, like sang a full minute. And like the waitress coming by, like trying to take orders, but he's like, a gathering of angels. And she's like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll come back in a minute. And everyone was laughing, but I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was kind of like rude to the wait stuff and it was bothering people. And I remember thinking, I'm not a good, co- like, I'm never going to be able to be a good comedian because I don't get 
this joke. Like, I don't, I think this is like really uncomfortable. And I just remember feeling so much shame. But nowadays I go, I think I was right. Anyway, that's your hot gossip. I think you're on the right side of that story. Yeah. Hmm. It sounded funny when you were describing it. Yeah. It's technically funny, but it was mm. annoying. Like if no yeah, one yeah. else was around yes. and there was. Yes. No, no, it's it's absolutely rude. And yeah. mm-hmm. it's the it's it's the comedy of inappropriate public behavior, I think. Right. It's I mean, one of those like toss ups where you hear these stories about Andy Kaufman. You're like, that sounds kind of fun. And then you're like, and then he was holding up the whole production, you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, get on the message boards. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't worry. see if I fucking care. I'm not don't, scared of him. Don't worry. Message boards don't <laughs> exist anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't Reddit, isn't Reddit basically a message Reddit board? Reddit is a yeah. giant message board. That's true. It's uh, also yes. a shit pile. <laughs> it's one of, it's, it does both. I wish I'd had a better word, but I didn't want to say dumpster fire. Uh, boy, boy I, I've said it before, Jen. I, when I first heard dumpster fire, I thought it was the greatest expression of the world. And I couldn't wait to use it. And then... Yep. It, it got overused within minutes. Yeah. Like, by the time you're saying dumb, you're like, oh, my aunt said it on Facebook. Forget yep. It. <laughs> yep. And then somebody changed it to tire fire, which I thought tire fire. I was like, hey, I like tire fire, too. That's great, too. And then by the time I got to that, it was overused. I so, haven't heard uh, that one. What other tire. fires could you have, Jimmy? Uh, toilet brush fire. Oh, that's just bad. That's, toilet that's fire. I like yeah. the idea of a toilet fire. It doesn't make any sense, but it's funny. Yeah. Somebody did say diaper fire the other day. On the, <laughs> oh, and I, and I was fine one. with that's that disgusting. one. That's a good that's one. About, oh, oh, Trump's yeah. having one of his diaper fires again. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, someone un-American, I guess. Of course. Jen, thank you for saying it and knowing how we handle our show. We love him. He's the future. He's got four more years if everything goes right in my bin. Hey, about- eight more if everything goes really right. Because of all the things that have been going on the last four years where they would not let him do his job, he deserves another four on top of that. You know what? That is right how elections that. work. That's exactly how being the president works. You get, or you get all the extra time that you need to do the things you didn't get a chance to. 100%. Absolutely. I had a I had an idea the other day, and I don't I don't know. It's probably too it's definitely too late to do it, but um I I feel like Trump is is so insecure and so dumb that you could have probably at some point in time baited him into changing. And now the Republicans and the Senate wouldn't have gone along with this, but just him alone, you could have goaded him into like changing the law so that Obama could run again, just so that he could prove that he could beat Obama, because he obviously is obsessed with Obama and like Obama would obviously fucking destroy him in an election but he wouldn't be able to admit that that's the case so you would have to basically be like oh well you're just you're afraid to run against obama or else you would change the law to let him run again wouldn't you and then and then you'd have to convince obama to actually run again which he's too smart to probably want to do <laughs> but i know there's a lot of problems here but i do think it would be funny to try to get Love it. trump to like basically just just bait him into changing the law so that he, obama would run because then he would lose it would be great 100 might have come up with a solution well, I don't know. I don't. I still think it's now because because you know Biden is the presumptive nominee. It's it's like kind of too late to to do all that. Yeah. Well, with that attitude, it is too late. <laughs> Maybe someone listening can. I guess we could start by getting it in Obama's ear, like see if he's even interested. That's yeah. right. Let me because yeah, yeah, let me shoot him a quick text. All and, right, thank uh, you. And, and does anyone have Tommy Vitor's uh, text? Ah, <laughs> that's a nice reference. 
That's well, a no nice reference. Get it. Am I stupid? He's from uh, God uh, Pod Save America. America. He's uh, one of those oh. guys that used to work for Obama. I don't like that podcast. I only know I'll him. Say it. Yeah, I, I, I've never really listened to it, but he's he's on that that podcast I just started listening to about. Um, have you heard about this, Jen? It's called um, Wind of Change. It's about how the Scorpion song Wind of Change is. Uh, there's a rumor that it was actually written by the CIA as a covert op to like, sow this like basically to bring down the Soviet union, uh, which is an insane notion, but a funny idea. And if it like, so it's, it starts with this journalist who's, who's basically heard it from a guy who heard it from another guy. Uh, heard it from a friend. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Oh, I love that. But that sounds like a, I love that. It sounds like a great podcast and a it's, great. It's interesting. Idea. It's interesting. How many of you listen to so far, Matt? I'm halfway through the second one. Yeah, that's where I'm at as well. Yeah, uh, so Tommy Vitor pops up on. He produced it, so he's oh, okay. he's he's in one of the episodes. Uh, yeah, I, I'm liking it so far. I do too. It's it's like a it's a far fetched thing, and it, I, I'm I'm listening to it with that feeling of like this is probably going to end up being like nothing, but they're going to get to the end of it and be like, well, it wasn't true anyway. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I guess I'm just gonna tr- I'm trying as hard as I can to enjoy the journey, even if that's the outcome. Uh, well, the journey's the, uh, the best part of the trip, isn't it, Matt? It's like (laughs) that Richard Simmons podcast where they try to find him and they don't, but it's a great journey. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I even agree with that. I got, I got mad at that guy in like episode three, like leave this guy alone, man. Yes, I did kind of feel that way. You're right. You're right. You're right. He he owes you nothing. He kept on saying like, he owes us a goodbye. He owes everybody that went to that dance class a goodbye. He owes you nothing. No, zero. (laughs) Zero. How fucking dare you? That's why he was in hiding. He's like, you know what? I've been giving way too much to all these fucking assholes. Fuck you all. Bye. I'm I'm gone insane. He I'm met his home. he met his lifetime quota like way early and then right. could have just packed it in at probably the age of 32. But he kept going. <laughs> Good for him. And now it's like, let him live his life. I got to meet him once at a Christmas party. And how'd it go? It was it was everything you'd want it to be. I had just uh, I had I had went through a, a crazy weight gain period where I'd gained like 60 pounds. I just lost it. And I told him, I don't know why. I was like, I just went through a really difficult couple years with weight gain and now I lost it. And then he just grabbed my face. He went, you were eating your feelings. <laughs> and then he put his hand on my heart and he goes, now you're feeling your feelings. That burns calories. Wow. <laughs> and then he gave me a hug. And we did a little jig to whatever music was playing. And he walked away looking well empty and alone. <laughs> oh because of these must be this kind of stupid interactions he's forced to have all the time. That, that's why. All the time. He's forced yeah. to have that everywhere he goes. But he owes us a goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I heard he might be down to the beach. Let's go stalk the beach. <laughs> that's the premise. That podcast owes us an ending. I think I've changed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shots fired, guys. I think Look I've out. changed my mind. I've. I'm very easily influenced. I, I I don't I agree with Jimmy, but I also still liked the show. Like part of the show, what I, I mean, not intentionally, but to me, part of the show was coming around to hating the host of it because of what he's no doing. No problem. Like, it, it's an interesting. <laughs> like I think it's kind of like Breaking Bad. You start out sympathizing with Walter White, and by the end, you realize he's the devil, and that's kind of interesting. That's kind of I, where Barry's going too, and I like it for that. Yes. Hmm. It? Yeah. Mm. God, this is Algonquin roundtable shit. Oh, it really is. It really is. All right, Garen Cockrell, give me your trivia uh, answer again. What? Uh, where's the question? Uh, I've lost the question. 
What was the ride? What franchise? Nineteen ninety-five. Too scary. Hang on now. It's very sticky. My son made a point that uh, that these uh, post-its were very sticky. My son loves the post-it. What franchise did Disney buy in nineteen ninety-five? In fact, they built a ride themed around it. It was eventually shut down for being too scary. Garen, the franchise. This is uh, this is a tough one. the thing that came to mind and the thing that I'm going with is the dark crystal. Oh, Oh boy. Do I like that? Interesting. Interesting. But it's a tough, that's a tough question. Yeah, it is. I may have gotten very cocky when I heard the category. <laughs> wow. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, uh, there's only one way to find out. That's to continue going around the horn. Let me check in with the cinnamon stick. He's over there at the video village. That is Palm's own Elliot Hoberg. Elliot, what's going on, man? Well, so uh, so we're not talking too much about the uh, the riots and the looting and so forth, but because I'm part of the Palms Neighborhood Council, uh, I didn't think we had any looting in Palms, but we in fact did. And uh, so I was a little concerned, and so uh, took it upon myself to drive around the neighborhood yep. to look and see what there was, what the looting was there. Um, mostly drugstores, some electronic stores. I didn't see it, but apparently a jewelry store. Um, but in the course of doing that, I uh, helped save a dog with my car. How'd you so, do that? So I'm driving down Overland. Everybody knows where Overland is. Everyone across the country knows where Overland Avenue is. Oh, sure. Yeah. Where it goes um, right up to Fox if you want to America's to... favorite street. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's five, uh, five lanes and two parking lanes. So it's a pretty wide street. I'm going down one side across the street, across the other lanes. I see a, uh, a, a brown, like a chocolate Doberman with a jewel collar running down the sidewalk, just going. And I'm looking at it. I don't see anybody. And so I'm now driving and watching the dog to figure out what's going on. Then I finally do see a guy chasing the dog down, but the dog isn't having any of it. Then a a Prius comes and tries to cut the dog off. And I assume that they also were aware that the dog was there and they they were trying to get it. The dog gets around the Prius. So then I take it upon myself to now, I, there, there's, there's traffic coming, but it's pretty far away. So I, and the dog's kind of now going into the street. So I take a left and I block traffic and uh, roll down my window and I tell the dog to sit. <laughs> the dog is confused. Yeah. Knows I'm not the person who they're supposed to listen to, but has to take a second. Wait a minute. Am I supposed to sit? Or, that's, that's the look on the face of the dog that I see. It's like, wait, you're not, the, you're not my person. Uh-huh. And in so doing, then the guy catches up with the dog and is able to get it. Nice. And then I'm able to get out of the street. Well, so, I think I speak for Matt and myself. We're proud of you. I'm very proud. That's very why I told proud. the story. That's all I wanted to hear. I'm like, I'm, I'm like seeing PPE on a, on a volunteer proud right now. <laughs> I'm proud too, but I do want to throw in. I'm uh-huh. really hoping because I, I really keyed into when you said the dog was not having it when yeah. his owner was coming for him. I hope it's a good owner. I, I hope so too. You a dog with its abuser instead of adopting it. I'm just well, saying, is another wow. side. That's a that's a that's a look. I <laughs> I'm not telling you you're wrong to think that way. way My thought is, would it would it be better that or the dog gets hit by a car? Which is better? Both are. Hmm. What you did was right. I I felt okay. <laughs> and I like that the Prius. This motherfucker. I'm taking the world with my Prius. Me? No. Get out of here. Showboat. <laughs> Elliot's got this under control. Showboat. The guy's a showboat. <laughs> boy, the Prius people sure love to tell you they have the Prius, don't they, Jen? Oh, they, boy. Uh, oh. they love talking about the Prius. It's still I popular. It surprises me. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other options out there now that are 
I think, better environmentally than the Prius. Mm-hmm. And yet the Prius persists. Yeah. I yeah. do like the new Prius. I will say that, that the uh, it's a good looking... Uh, They've changed it just enough for me. You don't like it, Matt. I know you don't like those back, uh, back lights. I've, I've never enjoyed the look of the Prius. The design they all have dents in the back because you can't see backing up. <laughs> they <laughs> all get in minor fender benders a lot. Uh, uh, Elliot, uh, everything else in Palms is going okay, though? I think so. I mean, we had our meeting and it was very long, but we uh, we did a bunch of stuff and, uh, you know, it was on Zoom. <laughs> Yay. And, um so yeah, right. I would we'll say I would say it's going all right. That's all I could ask you to do is stay safe in Palms, where you know, mm-hmm. we're counting on you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Who's zooming who? <laughs> <laughs> Only zooming who came out. <laughs> Great. Maybe that's all he said. <laughs> that's oh. all he said. <laughs> okay, has anyone done this? Zoom, zoom, zoom. Let's go back to my room. Come on. <laughs> that's for anyone doing those online Zoom dates. Like. Um, I've also done no. this one, Jen, uh, and you from Boston. You'll appreciate it. I, come on, a zoom, a zoom, a zoom, a zoom. Come on, a zoom. I'm Jimmy. Wasn't that show Hi, I'm Elliot. on Zoom? Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. <laughs> yeah, hence, hence the reason I brought it up here. <laughs> I know, but right. kind, of, kind of the reason it's uh, the topic. <laughs> oh, two, away one, from three, four. Shoot at the zoom. Well, no. Who's Zoom and who is also Zoom. That's that's, that's the one. Yeah, but, but she was okay. uh, that other one right. was uh, that one was, that was a sound alike. No, but that Zoom. Wait, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. That is the lyric. Let's go back to it's my room. Boom, boom, boom. No, it's oh, boom, it boom. is. Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh. you're, you're the one who forgot who's Zoom and who. It's on you <laughs> now, Matt. You also forgot Zoom. <laughs> you're from it, Boston. Just... You're a disgrace. Listen, I'm in menopause. Do you know what that does to a brain? I learned a lot about it from the Golden Girls. So, yes, I know exactly. Yeah, we all saw the episode. We're all caught up. Come on, a zoom, a zoom. Oh, two, one, three, four. Send it to Zoom. I'm Natalie. <laughs> um, that wasn't her name, though. And somebody's going to go, hey, her name. Was blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and you know what you say to that person? Die a slow death. <laughs> There's again, if you go see Jen Kirkman live, that's the kind of crowd work you can expect. She's uh, quick, sharp off the top of her head. I like that she came in like this. Yeah. Die a slow death. Love it. It was like a Brando performance in her yeah. face. Hey, Jen, you ever wear that hat on stage? You ever, you ever wear a hat on stage as doing stand-up comedy? Well, I just got this hat yesterday, so I haven't worn this one, but I have certainly hey, hat. <laughs> I wore a hat on stage One night I wore a turban with a jewel on it And boy did you have something to say about it <laughs> Wait a minute I, I saw it? Yeah you, we were both at the um, That Monday night show That uh, the uh, Kurt and Kristen run And um, we were Hot backstage tub. And I was wearing a this Really cute And not like in a appropriating culture way It was like a more of a 1940s Movie star jewel yeah. turban Not like a I'm wearing a turban And uh I didn't have a great set. Um, and I think it was because I was trying out new stuff and I was just kind of, uh, you got to bring your good stuff to a room like that. I was thinking of it as a workout night and it, right. they wanted the real comedy. So I came out and I go, I don't know. I just didn't connect with the audience. You go, you think that turban anything to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand by it. I think it might have. I think it may have been distracting. Like people are wondering. Think, I think you're right. It was a pretty weird thing and i think they were like is she gonna mention this like (laughs) is this a character i really think you're right i i underestimated uh is it possible that the jewel in the turban hypnotized the audience (laughs) (laughs) you know what it probably did and next time i'm gonna wear it 
and actually just do a hypnotic act. That's I don't a great know what idea. I'm saying. I haven't been on stage in a while. I'm rusty. We're all a little rusty, but we're getting through it. You shake the rust off and you let the world know that we're here to be alive. Are now you listen- doing any of those virtual uh, rooms? Stand no. up? I'm cool. <laughs> no, i don't need that much attention i like to do these kind of things podcasts or i'll jump on your instagram live i did a quick spot last night um on a show but so you just did one you, you just- <laughs> it, was, it was on cabaret that's like storytelling like uh, i'm not gonna do like stand up like i'm not like oh my god i gotta do is you know i I've, I've got a podcast like i i feel like i talk enough is it uh, yeah, yeah, I think we all agree with that. You certainly have the last four <laughs> minutes. No question about that. Oh, me. Uh, I will say this, Jim, before we get off that topic, that uh, that Monday night, Kurt and Kristen, uh, the hot tub comedy program, whatever it's called, at the Virgil, uh, it kind of became a little bit like Largo when Largo was in its prime, where if you, the premise of Largo was to show up and work out new stuff, alt comedy, yeah. work out new material. Then all of a sudden it became like, hey, what are you doing? I'm working my set out because I'm doing Largo on Monday. Like you had to bring it or else people would be like, oh, so-and-so bombed at Largo. Yeah. The Virgil on Monday nights became that too. Like, wait, I can't try stuff anymore without you judgmental assholes staring at me? Like, Yeah, you had to do like a tight set as though yes. you're doing 10 minutes on the road for yeah so which is ridiculous. Which is kind of then, well, why am I getting up to go out and do stuff I know that's going to kill that I get paid to do on the road. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Great show. Hope to be booked. When well, me too. The Monday nights, <laughs> the Virgil, they'll be back. Uh, boy, could you imagine if they do the six foot rule there? You'd have four audience members. <laughs> what if tight... we find out that everybody there is doing new stuff and their new stuff is just amazing <laughs> and that we're like, it must be old stuff if they're killing. That's and a good it, point. Yeah. Just, I don't uh, like it. All right, Ellie, let's uh, circle back to you, sir. You have sure. an answer for the uh, trivia contest. Yeah, I had a, I have a couple of options. I picked one. I okay. picked it because I think the timing is right for the purchase of something. Okay. But I don't remember the ride, so this may sound stupid. Toy Story. So your theory is that <laughs> Disney purchased Toy Story... <laughs> And then made a ride out of it. That's, that's so. So I, I'm I'm unclear from Oliver's delivery whether they purchased just to make a ride or they made a ride that was too scary to have that was from something they purchased in 1995. So that's that's part of my logic as well. I I, I well, fully admit I could be totally wrong. Well, but, yeah. we will. I can tell you this much: Toy Story did come out in 1995, and it, that was before Disney owned Pixar. Pixar. So Disney distributed. Uh, Toy Story but did not own it they could have purchased the theme park rights to that yeah. movie in 1995 that's all oh, true that's the such... one part that isn't true <laughs> is that there was a Toy Story ride that got shut down there there is now a Toy Story ride in Orlando that just opened last year well there was a Toy Story ride before that because I remember that where they used to have the uh, the telescopy thing you had the guns with Buzz Lightyear that's still uh, there. Yeah, that's still is there. Is it still there? Yeah. So I, I, yeah, that was why I was doing the beautiful mind thing. It's I was trying to remember the <laughs> right. Disney map. Yeah, that's called Astro Blasters. Buzz Lightyear's yeah. Astro Blasters. But I, I'm thinking maybe maybe there was another ride that we are not remembering. That's the only, maybe. like yeah. I say, it's, it's a stretch. Possible. I agree, but, it's but that's what I'm going with. Okay. Um, I find that Astro Blasting to be very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I have a tough time on that ride. Yeah. Those lasers flying everywhere. It's oh, dangerous. you don't know what you're going to get shot right in the eye, right, Garen? Yeah, yeah exactly. Blind you. 
Very scary. Uh, Matt Belknap, how are you up there in the upper uh, left of my screen? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, good. How's everything in the Valley for you? Everything going all right? Not bad. Very windy this morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it felt, uh, felt weird. Like it was like I was in uh, another... It didn't feel like uh, Southern California. It felt like Colorado or something. Very dry and hot, but windy. Do you ever worry that the wind's going to pick up that trampoline and send it into somebody else's yard? <laughs> <laughs> I am not worried about that. Uh but it was, I am, I'm a little worried about the wind of change, Jimmy. <laughs> I, do. I know you are. You're, in, you're listening <laughs> do, to the podcast, of course. I don't want to see the Soviet Union collapse. I feel like it's important <laughs> to have them as a counterweight to what we're doing sure. in the West. Smart. Very smart. Now down to Gawky Park. It's <laughs> a good one. One of the lines from uh, that. I've seen the Scorpions in concert. Oh, yeah? Them, saw them along with the White Snake. That's White a show. Snake and the Scorpions. It was a good show. Who good opened? Ah, uh, White Snake. White snake. Yeah. Scorpions yeah it's, it's crazy. The one thing listening to this podcast that I wasn't really thinking about is that scorpions, for whatever they did or didn't do in the United States, are fucking humongous internationally. Yeah. Like they are oh. one of the biggest bands in the world other than in the United States. Like they've they sell out stadiums in Brazil and, you know, Japan. And it's it's nuts. Yeah, here they've only had maybe five hits, I would say, that uh, yeah. anybody knows. they got The Wind to Change, of course. They've got yep. uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane. Right. Mm-hmm. they got The Zoo. you got Blackout. I think I only know those two, those first two. Yeah, yeah me too. I really had a blackout. But, oh, and then Still Loving You. Oh, that sounds familiar. Uh, mm-hmm. That one was a, uh, uh, which is, Matt, uh, Still Loving You is the one that debunks this guy's whole theory that, uh, Winds of Change doesn't sound like any other Scorpion song. Mm. Yeah, I I, I've been waiting the, for them. I haven't heard that argument yet, but I was waiting for him to say that about that song because it does. If you only know Rocky Like a Hurricane, I could understand thinking this is very different. But you know, the guys, uh, people grow up; they get a little more uh, variety. They also, and range. Uh, those bands started writing songs to get on the radio, and yes. that uh, you know falls under that uh, category. Hi, yeah. I'm Jimmy. Uh, Matt, do you have a guess? I know you're not going to say Toy Story because you couldn't wait to punch <laughs> Ellie in the face. <laughs> I was just talking it out. I'm talking it out because yeah, that's what I that's appreciated what you, the information. That's what you do on, on you know in game shows when you're thinking about the answer, right? Uh, I do have an answer. I don't love my answer, uh, and I'll tell you why in a sec. But my answer is Twilight Zone, mm. and uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror was a ride at Disneyland for years, and then they reskinned it to become. The Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout oh, that's ride. Right. But that doesn't really hold water in terms mm. of they shut it down for being too scary because it's still scary. It's the same ride. Um, and and the other thing that the, the bigger thing is that they still have Tower of Terror mm-hmm. in Orlando and I think even mm. in, in France. So um, so they didn't really sh- they just shut one of them down or changed it. So it's, it's a bad answer, but the timing maybe lines up slightly and I couldn't think of a better. That answer. was my first guess. To be honest. Yeah, it, it was, that was one of my guesses It was as also well. mine as well, if that makes you feel better. My yeah. sister went on that ride. We went to Disney World with my parents as adults. I was in my 20s. She was in her 30s. And uh, I literally just got like an anxiety feeling from you saying the name of that ride. I remember standing <laughs> oh outside God. and hearing the screams. It's it's awful. Why would you want to experience an elevator falling? It's an intense ride. It's great. Uh, I actually, I, I really like the Guardians one. Jimmy, you know it. I like Guardians too. And I know <laughs> I also, you do. I like Guardians <laughs> Breakout. It's great. It's really fun. I, I think uh, there's one other thing that supports possibly your choice, which is why would Disney buy the Twilight Zone otherwise? 
How does that relate to them at all? Yeah, it's, it was, it's uh, odd. Oh, Matt might have some points here. And Whoa. some money. Money, 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 but well, money. Twilight Zone is owned by Fox, isn't it? Or CBS? I don't know. Uh, it was, again, if they bought the theme park rights, that would, I think, right. fit the question. And they did so, open they did open California Adventure in the late nineties. So the timing would sort of line up if they bought it in ninety five, the rides opened in ninety seven or ninety eight or something. So that is based on a Twilight Zone episode. I thought it was based on the Hollywood Tower on Franklin. It is that malfunctioned. It is based on that, but they just used the the name Twilight Zone to sort of because it's scary and freaky. Oh God! I, okay. I don't think there was I don't think there was an episode of Twilight Zone that had that in it. But yes, the mm. building was designed to look like the Hollywood Tower right off the the freeway there. Yeah. They made a movie about it too, didn't they? With Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Weird. By the yeah. way, speaking of Steve Gutenberg, I will once again tell people to watch Holy Moly, the, the uh, show mm. that Rob Riggle hosts with Joe Tessitore. Yeah. Uh, it is nothing but funny and joy. And uh, Steve Gutenberg has uh, shown up in the last two episodes. Oh, cool. <laughs> and is re- it just dumb. And I mean that complimentary, just ridiculously dumb. The whole show is dumb. But great. Yeah, I can't. I was telling Charlie about it because I, I, I watched like the first five minutes of one after he went to sleep. And then I was like, you, you already told me that it was great for kids. And I was like, yes, this is he's going to love this. I can't wait to. Show oh, it yes. To oh, yes. And then, as I've said, and it's real funny. Like, it's funny. Right. For adults to laugh at. It's not yeah. you're not laughing ironically at people doing nonsense. It's Rob Riggle and Joe at uh, story are very funny. Yeah. Together. So. Uh, watch it. I get no money for saying that. I'm just uh, passing along something I enjoy. Uh, Jen, what is your guess for this DC uh, situation? That's not Disney. Disney <laughs> situation. <laughs> um, I had a bunch of guesses, but all of them are still rides. And I thought, oh, well, maybe they redid the ride. But I'm yep. going to not say any of those. I know this is wrong. But I was just, I don't know, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> For fifteen points, <laughs> for fifteen. That oh, would yeah. be scary. You're supposed to keep your your bet until the end. Yeah, well, oh, was, that's all right. We, so well, that's uh, Jen, Jen, it doesn't ruin the world. I, you're, 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 oh shit, guy, blow it. <laughs> you're gonna have yeah, to. My other yeah. guesses were like Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, because I was like, maybe those were too scary, but then they redid them to make them less scary. But. Mm, uh, interesting. There was something about Indiana Jones that that kept going. No, I'm the right answer, but I. I picked Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. Before we go to the actual answer, I want to I want to float my other possibility. Wait, Jim, should I give my guess, Elliot? You did give your guess. No, you said you you said he was the same as Matt. Did you not? No, you said he thought that. No, I said. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Uh, Now, that said, Elliot, you're actually correct. I did say it uh, as a mistake. (laughs) Um, I said and I was very excited about this, but it actually was uh, Six Flags. I said DC Comics. Ah. Because I think they did shut down that Superman ride, right? Didn't people... Uh, or, or the Batman one, one of those. I think that maybe one was temporarily stopped. But as far as I know, the Superman ride is still going. Yeah, that's, right. that's six maybe the, maybe the Joker or the Riddler. There were other... Somebody one died on one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and I think then they just shut it down. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, people dying, scary. That's where, uh, you know... That's, that's, scary. that's as scary as it gets. Uh, but as I, as I was saying, that's why I was so excited. Like, oh, I know this one, DC Comics. And then I wrote it down and went, it's wrong, wrong theme park, you idiot. It's a horrible <laughs> guess. All right, so Elliot, you give me your other well, thoughts? My only other thought, and Matt, I, I, I suspect you can probably shoot this down right away because I think I'm missing something. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I think 
Was, yeah. That wasn't ride. Disney originally, was it? No, it was. It was Disney, yeah. And, okay. then that, and that ride is still operational in, in okay. Toontown in Disneyland. Okay. And I, if, just like the uh, that that, uh, that Astro Smash thing, uh, the Roger Rabbit ride is really scary. <laughs> very, very scary. <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe for kids it was You know scary what's scary about it is, what's scary is how long the line is considering it sucks. <laughs> it was great when Oliver was younger. I enjoyed it uh, for that yeah. reason. Of, we never uh, went on it because it was always like a 45 minute line. And then like finally we went like a year or two ago and I was like, this is the ride? Know, this is right? terrible. Fast pass. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's your answer, guys. Get ready. Get ready. Glasses on. Balabat. Uh, okay. Again, the sticky uh, post-it note. Here we go. Very sticky. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. The answer yeah. is alien. Oh, you know what ah! I was thinking that. Wow. Alien. So there it was, was down at MGM, ride? right? Uh, the ride was titled Extraterrestrial. It featured live cast member being eaten by a, is it exomorph? I don't know how the yeah, xenomorph. 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 Blood being spat on you. <laughs> uh, hang on. More information coming. More information coming. Uh, along with strobe lights and times of total darkness, the ride was replaced with a uh, Lilo and Stitch ride. <laughs> so that the alien stuff could stay the same that eventually closed uh then oliver has a little side note i suggest doing more research it's very interesting <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is interesting because is they interesting. now own Wait, that franchise again what, right, what is that garen fox. they f- that was a fox franchise and now yeah. disney owns fox so they ah it's, yeah. that's curious gotta bring it back hang on i got the young oliver is back for uh, more information on this go ahead uh, young oliver I just heard you say, here um, get your face in here Hi, um, I just heard, because I was, something, it was paused for a second, I just heard you say, it's not extraterrestrial, it's extra-terror-estrial. Oh, uh, oh God. extra-terror-estrial was the name of it. <laughs> well, at least there was a little bit of a warning then. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank what, you. A, uh, what an insane thing for Disney to do. They show, they show a little bit of the video of it, it does look really scary. Where's your microphone? Does it say if it was at... MGM, uh, like what is that called in, in Orlando, Matt? The Hollywood, yeah, thing? Disney MGM Studios. I bet. That's oh, that place is from. awesome. All right, great. Fifteen-year-old Jen just showed up. <laughs> no, I went to it as an adult. I love it. I would go back in two seconds once COVID's over. I loved it. I, you got you get to sit in the theater and watch the Muppet Show. Like I was like, yeah, the three D Muppet. I remember that three D yeah, Muppet. Unreal, thing unreal. Matt, you yelled at Jen for being too quiet. Remember that seconds ago? No, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. That you know what's funny? I was thinking it had something to do with aliens, but I couldn't think of the movie Alien. And then wow. I was just like, oh, well. Well, Good what are you going to do? Um, all right. Listen, That's great wild. job, everybody. Let's get your points. Uh, what'd you go with, uh, Garen? I went uh, 25. Oh boy! But again, you don't get you don't uh, you don't lose anything. But the money rolls over. Is that how that works? No, I no, forget. no. Whoever has the whoever has the oh, most shit. points at the I end of this. I forget this. Thank you. I so it's funny. based on the bet. So so Garen is getting nothing. He's you know that for sure. All right, Elliot, what'd you bet? I, much like Jen, bet 15. Oh. All right, we know Jen bet 15 as well. Matt, what did you bet? I bet, uh, let's see here, get this up. Actually, what did you bet? You tell me first. You show yours. <laughs> you know that. What? That's not how this works, and you know that. All right, I bet. How dare you? 14. Oh, 14. God. Bless it. I bet seven. Oh. Hey. Damn Good it. for you, Jimmy. Does that mean I win? Yes, yes it does. Yay! Woo! I win for not knowing something. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Price is Right rules, right? Without going over? Or no. No. But like no. the lowest no. bid sometimes wins? No. Yeah, uh, lowest bid can sometimes win if uh, you don't know what you're doing. What? No. No, uh, not, well, scratch, erase that. 
All Reverse right. it. Jen Kirkman, thank you for being here. This was a joy. And now I'm going to watch a little, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole of learning about this. I think I am too. As soon as we're done, I'm going to uh, take a look at that. I'm going to take Ooh. some sort of a uh, pain reliever and then uh, watch that. I hope you're uh, feeling better or are on thank the you, way Jen. to it. You and I both. I, it's I always tough words. getting penis reduction surgery, but that thing was honking. You had to do something. <laughs> the, the, uh, the application of lip gloss as you delivered it was what really sold that joke. <laughs> That thing was honking. Yep. <laughs> thank you, Jed Kirkman. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the program. We thank you for subscribing. We thank you for everything that you do for our program. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, look at him down there. There's Garen Cockrell. Uh, Video Village, that's a cinnamon stick. That is Elliot Hogberg holding down the fort at Never Not Funny HQ. That's the Honcho Map Bell Map. Our great friend, Jen Kirkman. I'm Jimmy Pardo. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.